Ladies and gentlemen, I've only had Baby Yoda for six days, but if anything ever happened to him, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. For this is Afraid the Alien Productions podcast. Truer words were never spoken, Kendall. <sighs> I know. <laughs> That's literally been my motto for the week. You and every nerd. Everybody. <laughs> Cue the music. Yeah. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I think we should have changed the music to. <laughs> oh, how great is that music? I love it. Yeah. So great. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. And you are currently experiencing a podcast called Fred. The brand new episode. Yeah. Straight in your ear holes. <laughs> Get it in yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tapping on your eardrums. Yeah. Um, Wayne. Yes. It's been a couple of weeks. It has been a while. Have you missed me? Oh, well, not on this show, but <laughs> pers- personally, personally, always. <laughs> Just not in the uh, podcasting hours, I no. suppose. <laughs> well, Kendall, you'll be pleased to know I've missed you the whole time. Oh, thank you. Especially during podcasting hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I feel like I give you a lot more attention during the podcasting hours. I probably should give you more attention always, you know. Yeah. It's just me being a bad friend. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a good friend, whichever way you look at it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Column A, column B. But yes, I've been well. I've been well, thank you. I have been well. well. Yes. Good. Yeah. Keep and it. now about me. Yay. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Yes. No, no. Yes. No, what's been happening? Yeah, no, well, um, a short and sweet, as always. But no, really, really well. Um, yeah, at work. So work's been good. You know, it's Christmas period is bumping up now. So yes. fun. Mm, mm, retail yeah. life. Oh, yeah. Ah. Where you just love the public. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How are you all going over there? Hi. Shout Ooh. out to people. Just to people in general. <laughs> love you all. Be kind to retail workers this Christmas. Yes. And Please. hospitality workers and too. And hospitality. Let's not forget. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, no, but that, but that's been good. It's been nice, nice and busy. One of the things that I love about working in retail this time of year is all the new Christmas casuals that come through. Mm. So it's always nice meeting new Fresh people. Faces. Yeah, and it's just nice to know that you know stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel like someone needs you. Yeah. It really reaffirms your. Uh, um, <laughs> Like the fact that, oh, I do a job and I actually know things. Yes. I'm passing on information now. I, I, I know the, I guess I know the answer to this. It's yes. second nature now. Exactly. So that is lovely. So meeting a lot of lovely kids and most of them, bless, are still babies. Oh. Um, yeah. Like still in high school and things like that. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you're so, got your shit together. You're working and you're in high school. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work when I was in high school. Oh no. No. Um, so, you know, look. Uh, more power to 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 our millennial generation. Yes. Yes. Uh, so no, but work's work's been pretty good actually. I can't can't complain about that. Mm. Um, 
I've got a pretty pretty cruisy at work. That's good. Yes, yeah, so I have a good team and good people around me who put up with my shit, <laughs> which is really <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Um, look, other than that, I've been uh, working on a little play, mm. and tickets are on sale now. Tickets are on sale. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you so much. And even though I am not really a producer on this, um, you know, our good mate Philip Hunting is a lead producer. Yeah. It's difficult for me to take my producer hat off. So today I was looking at ticket sales and <laughs> looking up, has anyone bought tickets in the last five, six days? And yes, people have. And I'm like, wow, that's really exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah. So, um, like you get excited and you go, oh, we actually, I can, I can reveal the number. No one else knows this, Kendall, actually, because oh, I haven't even told Philip. And podcast Fred exclusive. Yes, because you all care about this. But eight, eight tickets in the first few days, Ooh, which is really exciting. That's good, yes. And then you just go, cool. The venue holds seventy people. It's on for five nights. <laughs> and we got a few more hundred to sell. Yeah. <laughs> but we will get there. Yes, you will. We will get there early days. There's a lot of time between now and January, so. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. if anyone's interested in, in watching some original yes, work. original content. Yeah, something, a story you've never seen before. And two gorgeous young actors as well. Um, one of them you've probably not seen before because he's fairly new. Mm. Uh, in a in a great venue, just a wonderful yeah, venue, yeah. Uh, which we're all in love with and such a wonderful vibe. Yes. Get on it. The show is called The Boy I Paid For. Yes. By Writer's Block Theatre. Yes. At the Butterfly Club. And early bird tickets are only 26 bucks. Oh, snap them up quick, yeah. people. Yeah. So that, that offer ends on the 5th of December. You know, good ah. yeah, good value um, if you miss out on early bird. But hey, why not save a few bucks if you can? I know exactly. I would. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what dates is it playing? Yes. So it's the 20th of January uh-huh. until the 25th. Oh, yes. just before Australia Day. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Good time. So yeah. maybe some tennis counter programming. I think the tennis is on at the same time. Yeah, usually. Because I know that Fulia does a lot of work at the tennis at the time. And mm. Fulia is stage managing the show. Yes, she is. And uh, I'm not sure if I can say this, but let me just say this anyway. Uh, Philip will be teching the show. Oh. Yes, Very so nice. that's the plan so far. Philip's confident he can handle the material, and I'm it's sure he'll be fine. Light on text. I was like, do it, yeah, <laughs> go for not? it. Yeah, yeah, Philip's great with electronics and things. So yes, full face, full confidence. Yes, um, yeah. So if you want to see, see a show that's a bit uh, might challenge you a little bit as an audience member, which is what we're all about. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. What art does. Absolutely. Yeah, the best art does that. I think. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you'll be happy to know there's no audience interaction, so you can sit easily. <laughs> you can breathe easily. Uh-huh. Yes. There's no fourth wall breaking. I didn't say that. Oh! <laughs> okay, no audience interaction, but maybe some fourth wall yeah, breaks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but still. And, and for really the, yeah. Awesome. And look, some might be disappointed. I mean, definitely those who were in the in the front row during Michael and Philip were getting married in the morning were more than happy when a beautiful young man named Hayden Gridley came up and yes. flexed his muscles and thrusted his crutch at you and gave you a, a rubber <laughs> ducky. serenaded you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then the other side got uh, another beautiful young man named Ben Campbell um, and got handshakes from, from them as well. That's true. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, but no, there isn't, that much, there isn't that sort of interactivity okay, here. sure, sure. I, look, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's a great show. I can't yeah. wait. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yes. And Kendall always gets a gets a sneak preview because Kendall is amazing. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Not true, but go on. Yes, it is. It's true. <laughs> yes. Kendall's just amazing, amazing. So, yeah, hopefully um, uh, the boys have their shit together so we can give you one. <laughs> <Just in bar. laughs> 
not early January. Is early fine. Jan, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to putting it on, and I'm looking forward to seeing how our audience responds to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've been sort of dissecting the characters a little bit mm. and you know because it's rehearsals isn't just going over lines it's all of these different things no, there's so many different uh, facets yeah and so we've been like you know breaking up some of the the more you know telling bits i suppose yeah. because it's me there's some monologues in there because wayne can talk and that means his characters talk a lot too <laughs> <laughs> you, you, when you come to an audition at writer's block and it's a play by me you get warned you're like just so you know this playwright that does a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Yes. I never say I do it. I say the playwright. <laughs> I never reveal it to me. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, just to sort of... <sighs> get, 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 Putting get, the blame onto uh, this invisible figure. Yes. You, go, you know how writers are. <laughs> <laughs> so arrogant. That's but, um, amazing. Yeah, no, but we've actually been di- dissecting it. And it's, it's interesting that these guys are just reading so much into it. And that makes me feel really good that you just kind of go... Oh look, it's it, this substance, and like you know there is, but it's just nice when people can really dig deep. That's yeah into your work, I suppose. I, I agree, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's been reassuring. So look, that's consuming me. Um, it is a beautiful consumption though. Yeah, I I have been enjoying it. So yeah, tickets are on sale now. Um, yeah, and definitely if you're in the city, check it into the Butterfly Club anyway for a drink. It's such a gorgeous venue. It is. It's a lovely yeah. venue. Absolutely love it. The team are just so friendly, and oh, yeah, it's. I think it's one of the most Melbourne Melbourne pubs. It's very Melbourne. Yeah, very Melbourne. I think so for sure. Yeah. So look, Kendall, that's that's been me. I mean, I've been watching a lot of TV and some movies lately. Mm. Um, you know, just polishing off and dusting off the old DVDs. Remember those? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I'd almost forgotten. Yeah, remember those things? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, just sort of watching watching a few movies. Um, some with pleasure, others not, but that's okay. Ooh. Yeah, but no, but been good, been good. Um, it's been nice revisiting older movies as well. Yeah, you know, so movies that you've seen and yeah. you just love returning to. Yeah, I think so, especially ones that I hadn't seen in a really long time. Mm. I'm going through uh, my that I really want to watch a lot of disaster movies now. Oh, good. Yeah, so I've been revisiting the uh, the airport franchise. Oh, nice. Which I bought recently, mm-hmm. and I saw part three the other night, and part three is probably the most fun. One, I suppose. Sure. So, you know, by part three, they don't really care about your characters. No. <laughs> you know, they'll introduce them in five minutes, not spend two hours. No. And you get the dynamics and then they spend time on the disaster at length. Yeah. And then they spend time on the rescue at length. Mm-hmm. And and this one was quite fun. So this, yeah, in this particular bit, and I won't elaborate too much, Kendall, because I know you're a nervous flyer, but um, yes, uh, the, the plane finds itself at the bottom of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah, and uh, yeah, then the Navy have to rescue. But it's oh, it wow. was actually like I have to say, really exciting to watch. It's kind okay. of edge of the seat stuff. Oh. So yeah, love my disaster movies. Yes, yes. I prefer to be on the couch when these things happen. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Indeed. Oh, yeah. Dear. But you know, they're so over the top, oh, melodramatic. Yeah. You can't not have fun. And yeah. I was reading a review by Roger Ebert. Uh, you know. When, when it was released, he'd written a review and he had said something along the lines of, he goes, movies like this are critic proof because critics can't bag them because these no. movies know they're sort of silly fun. Yeah, so you exactly. can't, you can't bag it. It's not trying to be anything that it isn't. No, exactly. So you either appreciate it for what it is or you're just going, yeah, not for me. Uh, it's a very clever way of making films really. If you Definitely. don't want bad press. Yeah. <laughs> Suppose. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, so that's me having fun, uh, making stories and revisiting stories. I love it. Yes. How about you, my dear? How about me? Gosh, my week 
has yes also revolved around work and and all of that Christmas preparedness, mm-hmm. uh, which is always a good time. Um, and then apart from that, it's just kind of been a Disney Plus world for me. Oh, hello, yes. hello! I was wondering when we were going to get to this. I'm just going to do it now. We're going to do it now. Yes, I'm just going to do it now because it's really been the only cool like. Exciting thing. Well, apart from, I should say before I touch into this, I had a really awesome day, middle of the week. Oh. Wednesday. Um, went with the lovely Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> down to Mornington. Yeah. Uh, for the day. We did our, our, our lovely little Viking day cinema trip. Oh. Went to the Mornington cinema there. Yeah. So I've got a quick review mm-hmm. later on for a, an excellent film. Um, and yeah, so it was wonderful. We went for a walk on the beach, dipped our toes in the water. It was beautiful. It was 30 degrees. Lovely. It was sunny, had some drinks, had some brunch and yeah, no, I had a really lovely day down there. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, and it sounds gorgeous. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. We got so lucky with the weather. Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then actually the day before, I caught up with mum and dad, so that was nice. And my brother. My brother, yeah, yeah. back from his uh, tour of Australia, because he's in a band, uh, Jack Harlan and the Dead Crows. Please give them a look up. Absolutely. Um, on YouTube and social media and everything. Mm. iTunes as well, Spotify. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, yes. Uh, and yeah, they just did a tour of most of the capital cities of the country and came back and amazing. Yeah. Had a really great time. So yeah, it's yeah. really good to have a family catch up and hang out and all of that jazz. So yeah, nice one. Yeah. So uh, apart from work and Disney plus, <laughs> I did have a couple of my two, two days off this week are wonderful, but they feel like forever ago. So I just completely block them out of my but you did leave the house which is great i did i left the house (laughs) i actually left the house yeah uh, you've got to do that once a week so thank you thank you to christina and my family for getting getting me out of it thanks for keeping me social yes yes yeah i had an awesome time doing all of that um Yes, so Disney Plus. So I was going to ask a question, but I feel like I already know the answer. Okay. And so this is a question since you've, you know, we, we, we've caught up in the Fred Shed. Yes. We've just been chatting off air. Yes. And it's been on the tip of my tongue, but I'm like, no, I'll savor the podcast. Okay. Is it worth it? Okay. So I haven't really explored it enough to get if it's worth it, but my, you know, mm. answer would have to be yes. Yep. Just based on the sheer volume of content right um because it has i mean it doesn't have everything mm-hmm. which is good because it means it will build to yes more, which is what you want you want to keep people subscribing yeah. and you want to gain new subscribers um you know it's just the smart way to do this yes um, and also because of licensing laws and licensing things of course what we have in australia exactly for example um all of the movies of the MCU are on there with the exception of Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Right. Because they're owned by Universal. Right. And, and Sony. Yeah. So, therefore, Disney Plus do not. Even though Disney, uh, Sony and Universal have given them license to put those movies in, like, Marvel DVD or Blu-ray box sets. Yes. For some reason, they have the streaming rights are a separate thing. Yeah. So, they ha- that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't think every animated or, or Pixar film is on there, but 
most of them are. Yeah. Like probably 90%. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Are the titles that are available on Stan available on Disney Plus as well? I haven't... I forgot to check that. Okay. Um, because I have I have Stan, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like, for example, the, to- the Toy Story ones are the ones that come to mind the most, I suppose. Yeah. I actually... Look, I've got my phone in front of me. And I've got both mm-hmm. apps. I'm going to have a look right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Toy Story 4 is not yet on... Um, on Disney Plus, though. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think it's on Stan either. Yeah, no, it's stage, not. At this stage, Do they still have Disney? It doesn't look like it. No. Oh, so they've sort of taken off it's that... It's gone. ...that little um, sub, sub-genre. So you'd probably have to look up anyway. Yeah, I'm just searching Avengers, for example. Mm. Nothing... Uh, let's see. Oh, Brave. The, they've taken them off. They've they're gone already. Actually, taken off Stan. Yep. No wow. Disney on Stan now. Wow. It's gone. Okay. There you go. There's your confirmation, people. Yeah. Um, Stan I'm, does have some worthy, you know, things to check out, not just Disney. Oh, Stan's a great streaming service. It's it fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I um, love that it's an Australian, you know, streaming yeah. service. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. A hundred. Yeah. I and you know, people. There was talk about how Stan would be impacted with Disney Plus's arrival. Because yeah. it seems to be a a pretty good competitor for Netflix. Like, it, oh, yeah. it, it's, you know, lasted alongside Netflix. Yeah. But it now felt, since it did have a lot of Disney content, yeah. uh, with Disney Plus now, how has that impacted? So yeah, I guess we'll see. I hope Stan, I hope Stan sticks around. I, I, I really so like too. Stan. Yeah. I, I hope so, too. Um, yeah, because it does have a lot of really good shows and it it gets a lot of content that Netflix doesn't. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it has a good variety as well. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, going forward, it sticks around despite the loss of Disney. But then again, they only had Disney for six months or something. We kind of knew though, with when Disney plus was announced and Stan sort of were announcing that they had all these titles like, yeah, but you're not really going to keep it though, are you? Like yeah. We kind of knew that already. Yeah. It made sense. It, it does yeah. totally make sense. But um, sorry, Kendall, you were saying. No, that's okay. Go for it. No, uh, glad you brought that up. I didn't even consider that. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I, yeah, I do think it's, it's definitely worth it. I mean, there's not a whole lot of um, new adult content mm. on there. For example, the only big, really like big thing. And obviously the biggest thing people have been talking about is the Mandalorian. Yes. The, uh, first ever live action Star Wars TV show. Yeah. Um, and boy, I'm not going to go too far into it cause that'll be a whole, that's a whole nother podcast I could do or a whole ramble <laughs> as it were. Yeah. I, I could do, but, uh, Mandalorian fantastic. We're three episodes in and I'm so impressed. I'm so loving it. The story's great. Um, the characters are awesome. Feedback's been good. No, I've the been hearing. Thanks are great. Released once a week, isn't it? Once a week. So Disney Plus, the one thing it has over Netflix, in some people's opinion, is the fact that they've gone back to the classic structure of one per week. Yes, Amazon TV, I think, has been doing that with. Oh, uh, they have. With um, Jennifer Aniston's new show. That oh, the, mo- the morning show. Or morning morning show. wars. Or whatever morning it's wars. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. It's that's where they release one episode a week. Oh. I like. I actually like this new strategy. No, I I, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's smart. And I think it's actually really good counteracting how Netflix had said that they would speed up, give you the option to watch programs at a faster speed. Yeah. So you can binge more. Like, yeah. That's not the point of watching TV. No. Of, of how, yeah. Which, which just, that, yeah, that, yeah. Op- that option shouldn't even exist. No, in exactly. In my opinion. Like, yeah. what, what's the point then? Yeah. Be, I mean, people can speed read, sure. That's a bit different. Yeah. 
Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mandalorian's fantastic. Mm. And yes, Baby Yoda has captured my heart. You and the rest of the world. Holy cow. So I was actually reading about Baby Yoda because yeah. I, I didn't know... Was it Yoda when he was little? Is no. it right? And yeah, I've just um, read on read online now who Baby Yoda is. Yeah, the whole reason everyone's calling him Baby Yoda is because we don't know what species Yoda is. Yeah, what this species is. They've never officially canonized yes. it. Yes, um, George Lucas never revealed it. He liked. One cool decision. I think it's a smart decision, keeping some mystery to who Yoda was, and never fully delving into too much of his past. And yeah, because you never saw other really others like him. Never. Is that right? Yeah. Not in, at least may, maybe in some of the comics and the, yeah, but not the, in the films. Never in the films. No, I didn't think so. No. Yeah. Never in the films. Mm. Um, if Phil was here, he'd be able to give us some background as to whether or not yes. anything has been explored in comics or yes. expanded universe novels that are no longer canon. Yes. Because there's probably been some stuff. And Phil, we love you, mate. We do. You know, you know we love you. We love you to the moon and back, my we, friend. We do. But thank God you're not here because this podcast would go for 47 hours. That's true, actually. So maybe <laughs> it's a saving grace. Yes. I'm going to stick to Google. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but despite that, um, yeah, um, Pedro Pascal, who plays the title character, is uh, doing a phenomenal job. And all the references to the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi in particular, are phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. Love it's, it. So it's it's a five out of five show. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And you're only, what, three episodes three in? Three episodes in. Yeah. 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 Hearing good stuff. Hearing yeah. good stuff. So don't, the, don't fuck it up. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. But no, they've got some good people behind it. Like mm. we've said in the past on the show, John Favreau has yeah. created this show. Um, he, he's been writing the scripts for all the episodes. He hasn't directed anything yet, which is cool. Interesting choice, but very cool. And, uh, yeah, there was a female director was brought on the first female to ever, uh, direct a live action Star Wars anything. Great. So that was really awesome. Uh, and then the director, I think Dave Filoni, maybe his name, uh, the first episode, he's a big director in terms of the TV, like the animated stuff. So, like, I think Clone Wars and Rebels, I think oh. he's worked on those shows. Okay. And he's also a producer on this. So, yeah, it's yeah, that's definitely in good hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, looking forward to watching it, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. Because I've always said that, uh, you know, Star Wars universe is huge and things get retconned and all of this stuff. Like, you know what? It's actually doing my head in. I'm just sticking to the movies. Fair. However. That's fair. Yes. However. I will sway to this, I think. No, I yes. think it's worth the swaying. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because it kind of, you know, it simplifies the grandeur that yes. is Star Wars. Yeah. It brings it down to a much smaller narrative and confined, like. It's more accessible. It's very, very yeah. accessible. Cool. So, yeah. And practical effects. Oh, hello. Everywhere. Wow. Majority practical. Great. So this series then will hold up better than, Mm. say, the prequels. One could argue, since the prequels were so very heavily with CGI. And I'm a fan of the prequels. I am. Yeah, not not a dig at the prequels at all. No. But you can't deny that practical effects, just because, because they're practical tend to hold up better. Even yeah. if you can see the strings, for example, yeah. they still hold up better than, um, than older CGI. CGI 100%. Just the way it is. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. I love this. Oh, you're selling it to me. Yeah. You're selling it to me, Kendall. Yes, one thing that may stop you from right. Disney Plus, that, but it's getting fixed. I don't know if you've heard about this. Yes. Obviously, 
uh, one of the best uh, things to come out of the f- uh, acquisition of Fox by Disney mm-hmm. was the fact that The Simpsons are now a part of the Disney family. Yes. And you know mm. exactly what I'm going to mention, don't you? I, I absolutely do. Yes, I thought so. I just wanted to bring this up. <laughs> yes. Um, needs, to be, needs to be said. It must be addressed. The greatest TV series needs to be acknowledged. Yes, it should be. And uh, it's fantastic as it is to see... Uh, all 29 seasons yeah. thus far uh, on on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Every single episode, there are two faults. Yes. One, Stark, uh, Stark Raving Dad is a no no show. Wow. See, that I did not know. Yes. So I know that they you know, there was talk about it in the States and stuff, but they've actually removed a, yeah. a classic, classic episode. episode. Yes. Okay. One of the most iconic um, due obviously because the whoever is responsible for this or maybe the producers of the series tended to sway mm-hmm. with the side of the, the, the Leaving Neverland documentary was yep. portraying and so I've decided to remove references of Michael Jackson in, in on Disney Plus. Yeah. Especially because it's a, you know, it's a family orientated kids, yep. blah, blah, blah. But I mean, he wasn't a pedophile, so it's really... It's stupid. Yes. But that's their choice. That's what they've done. However, I have heard that Stark Raving Dad has been re-added to syndication. Yeah. In the States on television, like yeah. reruns, but just not on Disney Plus, And unfortunately, it's translated here in Australia. I feel like it will be one of those things that will filter through without like any... Fire, without any yeah, without yeah. any fireworks or anything, they'll and re-add it subtly down the. People track. notice it, and it will then be acknowledged. Yeah, I hope so. You know, but um. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I'm very just... disappointing, especially as it broke my heart a little to scroll down to season three and just see Mr. Lisa goes to Washington. As yeah, as like the next one. The next one, and yeah. go anyway. But that's that. I'm very sad about that. And then there's another thing though that's a bit more glaring that took me a while to actually get used to. So I watched an episode of The Simpsons before I came here today to record because I had time to watch something before, like while I was eating dinner Mm -hmm. and all of that before I came over. And uh, I watched, I've forgotten the name of the episode now, but I watched the episode um, where uh, with Rex Banner and Homer's the Beer Baron and there's (laughs) So I was scrolling through it. I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) What episode can I put on? Good choice, Kendall. Good choice. Thank you. So I put that one on. It's fantastic. It's so funny. It's so good and it holds up still. But here's the here's the kicker. Here's the problem, huh? The aspect ratio. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) And it's so bad because literally I'm watching it on my TV and it's it literally is just like someone zoomed in. Yeah. And it's it's bad. Yeah. Um, you know how at the opening scenes of the, sh- the episode where it's St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's green, green, green. Yeah. Marge's hair is green. Yeah. Due to the zooming in, most of her hair's cut out of the right. shot. So you don't really you don't get really the gag. get the full gag. Yeah. And that's been the big issue online this week. People have been discussing mm-hmm. the fact that a lot of the visual gags are now lost yeah. in this trying to make The Simpsons widescreen instead of leaving it a letterbox. Yeah. One of the... So. Yeah, one of the gags that is um because it was huge on twitter um as well and one of the gags that people like reiterate like sort of showed a lot and i don't think it's the this episode but just happens to be with beer which is why i'm thinking of it Mm. is when like you know looking at the duff factory and they're looking at the three the three barrels and they're like the three different versions or flavors of duff Mm. and you can see that all the three pipes are connected to the one pipe yeah 
Well, that's hilarious. It doesn't matter yeah, which label them, it's all the same. It's great. You um, mess around with the aspect ratio, you lose that connecting pipe. Yeah. So you actually don't get the gag at all. No. And if it's your first time ever seeing it, you go, oh, yeah, it's three different flavors. It's You yeah. lose a subtle There's no gag. Joke. Yeah. There's no joke at all because the characters don't acknowledge it. No. So that's one of the clever things about how The Simpsons do their comedy is that we're sometimes in on a joke that the characters are oblivious to. Yes. Uh, you know, we're smarter than them. We're one step ahead of them. Yes. Yeah. So, but they are fixing it. Yes. The word on the street is uh, Disney are working on fixing it for yeah. next year. But that being said, I don't understand why no one kind of brought it to their attention before they launched their app. This is one of the things as well, right? So I just don't. But it's, com- but like, you know, like I appreciate uh, TVs and our computer screens are all, uh, you know, in a widescreen format now. They're not the, the four to three. No. Like our original computers. <laughs> not that yeah. you could watch really TV on those computers, but anyway. But not like computers and TVs were. Yeah. Even cinema began as four to three. Yeah, true. You know, if you look at older movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way they're made. We accept that. Yeah, it's Like, fine. We're, we're okay with that. Yeah, Throw yeah. some black bars on the left and the right. Yeah, whatever. As opposed to having them on the top and bottom. It's what difference does it make really yeah, exactly. i would prefer to for lack of a better word lose a portion of the screen yeah than to have them stretched and distorted yeah you wouldn't do it with gone with the wind people no <laughs> come on damn straight yeah you just like it's it's the way it was filmed it's how people had wanted it exactly yeah yeah it's so like it's when, it's confusing yeah, yeah well it's like when harry potter first was released on dvd mm-hmm. and they changed the aspect ratio to four to three because back then most were still in four to three and got rid of the widescreen. Mm. So that was called pan and scan that, that system. Right. When you change a widescreen format to four to three, it's called pan and scan because you would literally select a part of the frame to pan and scan until it cut into the next like angle or computer bit. Right. Mm. Um, everyone cracked it and rightly so mm. <laughs> like you know rightly so yeah it was made in widescreen should be shown in widescreen exactly like yeah. why and now we're going the reverse yeah Just why mess with that keep it the original way <sighs> we could go on about this for about another hour we really <laughs> it's so frustrating it's, it's so I know. frustrating it's very frustrating mm. like the ruining an innocent man and an innocent tv <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you really weren't sure whether it was worth it or not. <laughs> You're like, yeah. well, it was kind of worth it, but now I'm stressed. <laughs> and then they're like, here, Kendall, just look at baby Yoda. Some yeah. more. He's so fucking cute. <laughs> anyway. And then they're like, we have merchandise. Merchandise is coming. Yeah. I'm, get- I'm getting the pop vinyl. Oh, I have no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Okay. That's enough about that. Uh, what better time to segue into the nerdy news, I think? Let's do it. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, nerdy news time, and we've got a lot for you guys today that I'm super keen to get into, so let's get into it. Uh, Speaking of Disney, um, we have some MCU-related news to kick us off. This week, Disney has announced uh, release dates for potential MCU movies for the... the, Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did I do that out loud? Yes. (laughs) 
Sorry, go on. Very bad of you. Yeah, rude. Rude, rude. exactly. Rude, rude is the word. Rude. So, <laughs> shut up. I didn't say anything. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> if you're Lenny or Carl in this equation. Surely I'm Lenny. Uh, I'm, I'm oh, Lenny. Because okay. Carl's, Carl's always a smart one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, God. All right. Cool. So, <laughs> we haven't even gotten into this yet. And it's already a disaster. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful disaster. Hey, um, Fulia. Hey, Fulia. <laughs> Hang on. The podcast that refuses to behave. Yes. Living up to the name. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry. So, Nerdy news. I will be quiet. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, uh, we have some release dates for the years 2022 and 2023. We already know we're getting Black Panther 2 on the 6th of May, as was previously announced. Um, but here are some other dates for you. So, uh, 2022 is going to be kicked off actually before Black Panther 2 on February 18th. We're going to be getting a Marvel movie then on uh, July 29th after Black Panther 2, another Marvel film, and then October 7th. So we're going to be getting four MCU films in 2022. Then moving forward to 2023, there are four more films coming. Um, starting with February 17th, the 5th of May, July 28th, and the 3rd of November. Uh, these films have not been all officially announced, but speculation is, of course, uh, ones we know that are coming that don't have dates attached to them. Obviously, Ant-Man 3, Blade, uh, Captain Marvel 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and of course, they're working on Fantastic Four, so that will probably be one of those days as well. So as soon as we know what's happening, you will hear it here Probably not first, but you'll definitely hear it here. (laughs) I'm just being realistic. Oh, God. Stop it, Kendall. You're too funny. (laughs) Says Wayne because he can't talk right now. Because he's not allowed. Okay, moving on into some other Marvel news now. Some sad nudes. So I'm going to bring the mood mood down. I'm going to bring the mood down. (laughs) God, I can't speak now. Um, Mood's coming down. (laughs) And I can't because Wayne's making me laugh. (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. Okay, it's fine. Cool. So, uh... Looks like uh, what we thought was going to come to pass has, in fact, come to pass. One of the last, if not the last, uh, Marvel show that's running currently, Runaways, will be ending with the upcoming season three. And they just dropped a trailer for the final season and a poster. And I'm very disappointed. I haven't actually had a chance to check the show out yet, but by all accounts, it was very entertaining and uh um obviously mcu so very awesome um (laughs) wayne rolls his eyes shush uh but anyway so that's that's coming to an end no plans for any kind of pickups on disney plus or any other uh service but um with the 
and uh, the Disney Plus TV series kind of taking precedent over any other kind of Marvel TV show, considering they're going to be connected to the movies and vice versa. That's where the focus is, so everything is falling by the wayside. Um, sad, but I will definitely make the time to watch it when it comes, hopefully on Disney Plus, considering it's a Disney property. So hopefully sometime next year. Okay, crossing the pond now to DC, um, continuing the bad news that we thought was going to be good news, or maybe great news for some, um, this week. Uh, there were reports that were stating that the Joker sequel was finally going to happen. It was happening, and Todd Phillips was going to be uh, directing a whole slew of Batman's rogues gallery. Uh, all these villains were going to be getting their own films, and standalone or connected or whatever they were going to be that in fact is not the case um todd phillips um was interviewed and stated against this that this he is not the type of director he said that does this kind of thing um he he made he even said he made the hangover and then due to that success he didn't then go out and direct and try and direct all these comedies in a row mm. um so he's that's not happening. And as far as the Joker sequel is, it's basically where uh, we, we have been standing for the last little while. Him and Joaquin Phoenix have discussed the possibility of making a sequel. Nothing has been locked in and Warner Brothers has not offered them any kind of contracts in terms of a sequel. So nothing's in writing yet. Nothing's in stone. So who knows mm. what will happen? It's We're not ruling it out, but at this stage it, it's it's a little bit of a pipe dream, but we'll see what happens. Uh, moving on into some more upbeat, uh, DC news this week, some more casting for Matt Reeves upcoming, the Batman movie. We have a Carmine Falcone in the excellent character actor, John Turturro, phenomenal actor. And I am very, very happy with this choice. Uh, an excellent addition to a very excellent cast that's shaping up nicely so i can't wait to see what he brings to the role of the classic gotham mob boss it's gonna be very exciting um and then we've got some more black adam news um the rock revealed this week that his upcoming black adam anti-hero sort of a film will in fact be introducing the justice society of america for the first time on the big screen very awesome not confirmed as of yet but we've got some characters that are being uh, talked about this week that look like they will be appearing uh, as part of the justice society of america in the movie and so far we have hawkman atom smasher and Stargirl. Um, uh, Hawkman and Stargirl have both appeared in um, the Arrowverse in Legends of Tomorrow um, and I definitely enjoyed Stargirl a lot more than I enjoyed Hawkman sorry, just didn't, didn't vibe with it at all, but we'll move on hopefully this movie will make up for that, so cannot wait to see what happens alright, moving into other news now Star Trek 4 is back on the books it's officially happening. We have a director, uh, the super talented Noah Hawley um, of uh, Fargo and Legion fame on the small screen, uh, will be directing um, the fourth film in 
the Kelvin timeline, as it is officially known. And it looks like Chris Pine, Chris Pine will be returning to uh, play Captain Kirk, mm-hmm. even though the, one of the reasons it looked like Star Trek IV wasn't going to happen was because he wanted to be paid more and Paramount didn't want to give any more money. Uh, looks like they've come to their you know, agreements over that, which is nice. No word as of yet whether or not Chris Hemsworth, in fact, will be returning um, as Kirk's father, um, considering that was the original story that they were going to do. So we'll have more news on that as it develops. But this is a time for Trekkies to be excited, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it's a good movie. I'm sure it will be very interesting. Um, More awesome nerdy news coming from Amazon. Lord of the Rings hasn't even started airing yet. It's barely started filming and they have greenlit a season two. Mm -hmm. Amazon are that excited and that confident of um, this series being such a success that season two is going to happen. It's locked in. So I'm going to get to spend some extra time in Middle Earth. And that's (laughs) that's always a good thing. Always a good thing. Uh, Moving into some horror movie news now, some universal monster news. Excuse me. Um, There is going to be a movie made about Dracula's henchman Renfield, which is such an interesting uh, thing, I believe, because you don't really get to see like they have never really focused so much of a light on him before. He's never had his own movie, you know, because he's the henchman. He's the sidekick, you know. Um, so in the original Dracula novel, for those who don't know, R.M. Renfield was an inmate at a lunatic asylum who was thought to be suffering from delusions, but is actually a servant of Dracula. Um, I recently rewatched uh, Francis Ford Coppola's um, Dracula from 1992, and Tom Waits plays him in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, does a very good job. Very crazy, very loony, um, very Renfield eating all the bugs and everything (laughs) as he likes to do. Um, No word as of yet as to who will be uh, playing the title character, but Dexter Fletcher, for those who don't know as well, um, prominent director, especially recently, giving us the biopics Rocketman and Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what will translate into the horror genre for him. Um, Speaking of Bohemian Rhapsody... Here's something I have (laughs) literally the definition of mixed feelings about. Uh, We all knew this was going to happen. The King of Pop, Michael Jackson, will be brought back to life in a biopic um, that will be produced by one uh, one of the producers of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Graham King. Um, Graham King has actually worked on a, a slew of really really good movies uh and he's also an academy award winning producer um so most recently obviously bohemian rhapsody he was also involved with the departed which is considered to be one of the best movies ever made uh by all accounts the aviator i love that um the town um what else has he done the tourist the young victoria um, allied Jersey Boys, so he's done music before, obviously Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Um, but yes, yeah, so I am, I have faith, you know, that that's gonna be, that's gonna be something. That's that's something positive. But uh, for those who you know listened to the episode where we talked about biopics, mm. I I am definitely not thrilled 
Hmm. At the idea of a Michael Jackson biopic because I just don't believe you could find anyone to play him. That's basically my thoughts on the issue. Um, but I'm excited nonetheless. I will definitely be there opening day. Everybody knows it. Um, <clears throat> not ashamed to admit it. I will watch anything about King of Pop. Um, but fingers crossed, it's good. I just want it to be a good movie. Because mm-hmm. if it's a bad movie, it's not going to be good. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Um, okay, moving into other news. This is really cool for anime fans. Studio Ghibli. Um upcoming streaming service the Warner Brothers streaming service HBO Max has acquired the rights to all of the Studio Ghibli films Um, so that's definitely a big selling point I Mm. think for them because they're not on Netflix they're not on they're not even on Stan here in Australia Disney of course don't own them so not yet not yet (laughs) yeah it's just a matter of time isn't it Mm -hmm. Disney will own everything Uh, but yeah, so I don't even know if HBO Max has officially uh, launched yet. I don't think it has, at least not in Australia. No. Um, so maybe next year that's going to be a big thing because I know there's a lot of shows coming and a lot of reboots coming to mm. HBO Max. But this is very exciting. Hopefully it comes because then I can actually binge some Studio Ghibli and, <laughs> and, and get into that world a lot more. Yeah, you'll know what Fulia's talking about. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I've only seen Spirited Away and I need to see more. Mm. So hopefully that comes here. Yes, they make year. gorgeous films. Yes, they yeah. do. They're beautiful. Uh, and lastly, in the nerdy news to wrap things up, I wanted to mention that uh, one of my all-time favorites, Harrison Ford, mm. the legend, um, will be starring in a, a scripted TV series, a dramatized TV series about the infamous uh true crime documentary the staircase mm-hmm. uh i recently watched the staircase in about a week or two maybe less the whole thing starts in the early 2000s and it only wrapped up its story last year wow because um, of all this ongoing court yeah. drama that was happening um of course for those who don't know this uh the staircase is about the story of um uh, a woman named kathleen peterson who was murdered mm. Um, and her husband, Michael Peterson, was accused of said murder. Um, and it's kind of, for me, after watching the documentary, I'm, I don't know who's guilty or not. He was the only suspect. Yeah. Uh, he went to jail as well for eight years. He was convicted initially, but then he ended up getting out because of evidence tampering by certain, mm. you know, people and, uh, I think, and some blood spatter expert was a bit of a fraud. So they ended up getting him out of prison and then, yeah. So it's all this big epic drama, but, uh, and very fascinating case. The documentary is very well made, made, okay. made by a French crew. Um, and it's all on Netflix if mm. uh, anyone ever wants to check it out. But uh, word is Harrison Ford will be playing Michael Peterson. Wow. Um, which I think is great because I think he would do really well. Also, he's done this before. <laughs> the future of anyone. Thank yes. You. I'm, I'm glad you got that. Oh, one. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> one of, one of uh, Harrison Ford's greatest films. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so good. It's beautiful. I didn't kill my wife. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so good. Um, although, if anyone looks up what Michael Peterson looks like, he, he for me, actually looks like John C. McGinley, mm. who is Dr. Cox in Scrubs. Oh, okay. They're like doppelgangers, in my wow. opinion. Okay. But 
Harrison Ford, I'm sure, if he's that is who he's playing, I'm sure he'll knock it out of the park. It's also the first time he's been on television in, like, yeah. forever. He doesn't do TV. No, he doesn't need to. No, well, yeah, he really doesn't need to. Um, but, yeah, he's making his... This is the, probably the biggest project on television he's ever done. Yeah. So that will be coming in the next few months. All right. Mm. That's the epic, epic nerdy news segment. A lot that was of things all, happening this way. A lot of things happening. Yeah. Wayne, what are your thoughts? Oh, look, I won't touch on uh, all of them, but look, Joker sequel not happening. Mm. I'm okay with it. Mm. If anything, I prefer it. Same. Yeah. I think, yeah, as much as part of me does want a sequel, I think it's best to let Sleeping Dogs Line situation because yeah. we got a great movie. Yeah. Let's just leave it in its, uh, just as its own little entity. Well, yeah. Let's not try and spoil it. No, like, not, like, not everything has to be a franchise no. and connected to things like no. that. It can be its own little gem. Because um, the last thing I want now is just an onslaught of movies like Joker. Yeah, we don't. Know? We don't need that. Don't 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 don't, don't kill it. No. It's it's fine. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so great. so I'm I'm okay with it yeah. actually. To to be honest, if look, if they wanted to do something similar with a totally different character. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Mm. But again, don't need to be connected. No. Don't need to do it the same way. No, standalone is good. Yeah, in the this t- case, the timeline can be absolutely different. Yeah. You know, like you can have Batman in it if you want. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, absolutely okay with that. Uh, the car- I agree with you, Kendall. The casting of the Batman mm. is just getting phenomenal and phenomenal and more so and yeah. more so. And yeah. that probably wasn't even a proper sentence, but you know what I mean. I know. You're yeah. just so excited. You can't think yeah. straight. Can't speak. I get it. Yeah. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for this version mm. of Batman. Mm. I am trying really hard not to read too much about it. If an article pops up, I ignore it. I don't want to know too much about it. I mm. want to be surprised yeah. when I see it on the big screen. I don't want... Because I'm already excited by the casting. I absolutely approve of Robert's casting, for example, as Batman. Yeah, me too. And I, you know, and that's just where I want my excitement to be of who's going to play whom. Uh, I don't want to know much details at all. Just put, lay it all out mm. for me. I don't want it because I don't want to be disappointed at all. No. You know, so. And we've been through the ringer, you know, DC fans. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. So. So. I just, I, yeah. I keep my distance from all of that. I don't particularly like looking at trailers or anything. Yeah. There are things you, that are unavoidable if yeah. you're on, you know, social media. Of and course. Just even step out of the house and look at billboards and things like that. Like well, it's yeah. inevitable. Uh, but yeah, whatever I can avoid, I try to. And That's I find good. that I tend to enjoy these films a lot more because I don't get wrapped up in the fandom of it that's until good. they're released yeah and then i can go all nerdy <laughs> yeah, that's the time yeah absolutely out. yeah um but it looks like the dc is just doing a lot of um some great property there as well um star trek 4 look i'm not not a huge trekkie but i do actually enjoy the franchise mm-hmm. i like the original film series sure and i like the current one too so oh, I'm, I'm glad that i'm glad that it still has some legs i think it yes yeah, yeah i mean and they're not being churned out like every year either so no. you're not getting tired of them you're actually excited to see a new adventure with these characters this which is, is important true. yeah yeah um dexter fletcher is a really talented Gentlemen, yes, yes. Uh, I, I grew up watching Dexter Fletcher on a British TV series called Press Gang. Oh no way! <laughs> yes, so yeah, so it was about a, a high school newspaper. Oh, um, cool. So yeah, he was an actor in that, and he actually played an American oh. on that show. Wow. Okay. Yes, that's how I first knew Dexter mm-hmm. Fletcher. So when his when his name pops up, I, I always get excited. I'm like, yeah, you're pretty cool, <laughs> and we know 
he he makes good stuff. He, he tells does. good stories. So we he, do know that. Yeah. Um, and Harrison Ford, go for it. Yeah. Absolutely go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like a really good roundup of the, of the news. There's a lot to, to draw from this week. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. Lots of things going on. Yeah. And, and Kendall, you've got more MCU movies. Yay. Yes. They're coming. There's they, nothing you can do about it. No, just suffer in silence i suppose <laughs> if that's what you choose to do that's great well, it works for me i i don't have to hear any complaints <laughs> oh, i don't complain i just tell it like it is oh right yes yeah that's what you call it <laughs> yes okay. well, remember last time i was here we figured out what mcu actually stands for do you remember no because it stands for marvel cinematic universe yeah mostly crap and useless remember no, that's what they are no yeah. you, you've written it here on your notes Release dates for potential mostly crap and useless films. And we know what you're talking about. Mm, You've written that. Incorrect. I wrote MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, no. It stands for mostly crap and useless Kendall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Save me. (laughs) And did you say there's eight of them coming out in the next few years? Mm. Like eight. Yeah. That's almost double digits of movies. There's more. Because what? Aren't there already like 47 of them released or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. It feels like it. They all go for about 12 hours. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to say? Yeah. Good. good. You're done? I'm done. Let's move on then. I'm done. Okay, good. Please be done. <laughs> I'm done. Where's my pills? I need medication. <laughs> I'm PTSD. Anyway. I watched one today, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure you really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, I may have chuckled. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall's like, which one did he watch? Yeah. Was it a tragic one? Is he trolling me? Or was it a funny one? And is he being genuine? I don't I know, know anymore. I can't tell. <laughs> Good. I'm going to leave you like that. <laughs> so I think it's time <laughs> to move on out of the nerdy news and roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had Alrighty, trailer park time. Yeah. We are here. We have three trailers. Uh, shall we go do okay. Do we wanna go top to bottom? Or do we wanna go least to best? I think top to bottom, because okay. I think the last trailer we saw it'll require something. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. why I was kinda of thinking maybe top to bottom. Yeah, let's go top to bottom. Alright, great. So, Wayne, yes. what's our first trailer? Emma. Emma! Emma, indeed. Danielson's Emma. Yes, new reimagining, retelling yes. of the classic novel. Mm. I've not read the novel before. I haven't either. Yes, um, and we were having a bit of a discussion very briefly yes. uh, after the trailer, and I confess that I don't actually think I've seen a film version of Emma, so I don't okay. really know what the story is I about. Don't rem- I don't even remember the story. Yes. I mean, I've I've seen the Gwyneth Paltrow version mm. of the film, of the story, sorry, um, that was released in the 90s. And I remember really enjoying it mm. and really finding it funny. Yeah. Um, like, I know it's a romance. And yeah, it looks quirky, and though. And comedy, and yeah. it's quirky and all of that. Um, but I cannot for the life of me remember. And I know Christina's listening to this and she's, <laughs> like, yelling at the at the at at her phone, whatever she's listening to us on, because she's a huge Jane Austen fan. Oh, wow. Okay, huge. yeah. Yes. I, uh, I really like this trailer. It's a great trailer, like, though. So I actually yes. feel like I'm going into the whole story... Uh, blindly because i don't know much about it really i know of the character of course and you know know, you know the title you know jane Jane Austen. you know that the name of emma Mm -hmm. um and sometimes 
you know, women who in film or in different mediums who possess Emma qualities. There's always a link to the character of yeah, Emma. Yeah. Uh, but I really know nothing. So okay. I um, was really happy seeing this, this trailer. It was, everything was fresh about it. It was very charming. Yeah. Very charming. I, 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 I just, yeah, I, this is a lot to like about this. Uh, like again, not knowing the story, but it, it really appeals to me. I think it's, it looks really sweet it looks funny, and she looks like just a wonderful protagonist. Yes. And I feel like there's a sense of fun to the story as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can imagine that a lot of people watching this movie will be like, oh, I wish I was like Emma. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm sensing that I'm sensing this is going to just be a real crowd-pleasing, mm-hmm. charming movie. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Yeah. I, I, don't have anything negative to say about this trailer. No. I really liked it. Yeah. And it's, you know, and the film's made by Focus Pictures, Focus Features. Great yeah. production company. Oh, yeah. They yeah. make wonderful movies. Yeah, they make really nice films. So, mm. yeah, no, I think high hopes for this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm just... I'm just charmed by it. I'm yeah. almost lost for words how charmed I am by yeah, it. Yeah, I can tell. Really. It's I, nice. I just think it's a really sweet... It looks like a really cute, um, fun movie. I think yes. it's one of those... If you just want to feel a little bit better about yourself... Yeah, feel good movie. Yeah, always. spend some time with Emma. Yes. See what's she doing. Yeah. <laughs> Check in with her. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you reckon, Kendall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, definitely going to watch this. It looks, it looks wonderful. It looks fun. Um, and yeah, and funny. And I just, I don't know. I just love, I don't know. I love the romance. The way, the way, like mm-hmm. you know, Jane Austen movies. Because I haven't really read the novels, but the movies, you know, the way they do romance is just. Mm. exceptional yeah. um so yeah i'm excited to be charmed watching uh this and i really love um anya taylor joy who's playing emma yeah um she's a wonderful actress mm. i've seen her in a lot of stuff um she i mean she had breakthrough roles in uh the horror film the witch right a few years ago um, which is, you know, was generally very well received by critics, but a bit mixed with audiences just because yeah. it was very much hyped. And for me, I, it was a good movie. However, it kind of fell short of my expectations, Yeah, but it's still a good film Yeah, and her performance is wonderful. Um, but yeah, she's, she's an excellent young actress up and coming. And, um, this is a very wonderful, uh, vehicle for her and her mm. career, I think. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a, a lovely time. So I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, and when are we going to watch it, Kendall? We, um, hopefully, in Australia, we'll see it maybe in February next year because we don't have an official date as of yet. But in the UK, you'll be able to see Emma on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. Of course. How appropriate. And then uh, in the United States, exactly one week later on the 21st of February. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What was our second trailer? Second trailer um, is for a movie that looks like it just might make me cry. Uh, <laughs> trailer almost did. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Call of the Wild. Yeah. Um, this is another one based on a book. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a classic novel yeah. by all accounts. It feels like a classic story. Yes. Yeah, and it's been made into a movie before as well. Um, and, you know, speaking of Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. here he is. In the flesh, um, lead in this film, although not the proper lead, considering we have this wonderful dog named Buck. Beautiful dog. Oh, a beautiful CGI dog. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. Don't worry. I was until thinking... it becomes dated. <laughs> yes, until it becomes dated, then maybe it's problematic. But that made me think, um, 
Uh, I mean, I'm sure in a lot of scenes they've probably got a real dog as well. Yeah, I imagine so. Um, but in like some of the action stuff that he's this yeah. dog needs to do, um, you know, it's better to have it as a CGI dog. And especially after listening to uh, your Fred Watch discussion <laughs> of Doctor Doolittle yes. and the mistreatment of animals, mm. I was very upset and uh, mm. appalled by that. So I think maybe it is better now. To yeah. have CG animals in this case, now that we have the technology, yes, um, protect the animals, yeah, and then do whatever you want with your CGI rendering. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, but um, but it was a nice trailer. Really pulled at the heartstrings. This dog looks wonderful. Mm. I feel I'm just gonna cry though. I don't know if I can watch this movie. I will get too emotional. Red Dog was hard enough, mm. um, and, and that's something that you even knew it was coming. You knew, it was like you just, happen. yeah, it, yeah. You knew it was, coming. but it didn't stop, did it? Like, it, yeah, I agree. The last like half an hour of that movie, I'm just, <sighs> yeah, exactly, crying. Yeah. Uh, but it's a brilliant film. Uh, yeah, this looks, it looks wonderful. It looks uh, like a beautiful family film as well. Um, and Harrison Ford, mm. um, yeah. He's getting so old, though I hate it, because I'm just like, fuck, that means he's not going to be here one day soon, and I don't think I'm going to handle that very well. Wow, that's so morbid. I'm sorry. I'm just... Look, I'm... How people feel about (laughs) Betty White, and I don't like that discourse. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. And anyway, but in any event, you know, he's still doing his thing. He's making what seems like great movies. Great movies. Harrison Ford makes excellent choices. Um, whether you agree with his stance on uh, <laughs> the fate of Han Solo or not. Um, How happy was he to kill him off? Oh, I bet. <laughs> he probably had a party and a holiday, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, this it looks like a good movie, mm. a very good film. Wayne, what did you think? I 100% agree with you. Uh, this looks so beautiful. This yeah. is my favorite trailer, actually, of the oh, three that good. we're discussing today. No, I, good. You know, you're watching it and you just go... Manipulative. Yes. Just, yes. I know what you're doing. Yep. Shame on you. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> Shame on me. Yeah. I I love the look of this movie. Yeah. It looks beautiful. I love mm-hmm. the tone mm-hmm. of the of the trailer as well. I love Harrison in it. Yeah. You can tell what sort of performance he's going to give, mm-hmm. and I think it's so suited to this sort of movie. I think so too. Um, I think it's lovely. Bucket looks beautiful. Yeah. Doesn't he? And yeah, you just sense a really sweet story that I think movies like this and especially ones that I think involve animals sometimes just remind us to be that little bit more human if that makes sense no that makes sense and I think yeah and I think this movie has a potential to be movies like that where you just makes you want to be a better human yeah yeah Um, this ticks so many boxes for me it is crazy I don't care if it's predictable fodder I'm there. <laughs> yeah. I, I Again, I love the look of it. I love mm. the, the tone and the style of it. Um, it looks like just a beautiful story of friendship. Yeah. You know? Um, and also why sometimes animals are a lot better than people yeah. <laughs> to hang out with. Yes. Yeah. You know, mm. you, you, you know there is that um, ridiculous, crazy cat lady uh, stereotype. Mm. That, gosh, sometimes you understand. Yeah. <laughs> you just go, well, clearly cats are nicer sometimes and dogs are just so loyal and beautiful and loving and you're just like oh yeah no i think this movie looks absolutely divine good yeah i think it's cute yes yeah it's nice i'm gonna cry yeah we're, we're both gonna <laughs> yeah. cry wayne when are we when are we crying do you do you have a release <laughs> for us so i can lock in the, the tears yes well i mean i think you know well we started crying today already almost yep uh however 
This seems to have the same release date as Emma. So it does. So 14th of February mm-hmm. in the UK and in the United States, the 21st. Yes. So, gosh, Kendall, which one are we going to go see? Emma or The Call Ooh. of the Wild? Or are we going to take one each and share notes? I th- maybe I'll see Emma and you see Call of the Wild. I will definitely see Call of the Wild, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah, and I'll definitely see Emma. So. Yeah. 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 So if anyone's... Uh, there in February because mm. in Australia it'll come around February I as well. So, yeah, yeah, if you happen to you know hear the blubbering idiot in the back row, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, just God. a heads up. Just a, yes, just <laughs> forewarning. Oh, amazing. All right, Wayne, that's trailer park. It, <laughs> it really is. It really, it is. really is. But sadly, I'm, we're lying. Um, <laughs> We have one more trailer to discuss, don't we? No. <laughs> okay, what would you call it? Um, a series of... Mis- unfortunate events. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, a series of unfortunate events. Okay, let's get serious. What are we talking about? <sighs> the new trailer for cats. Yeah, what I just said about animals and movies, let's just scrap that. You know? You know what? <laughs> yeah. At least Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> stuck to their guns and fixed the CGI. However, Cats decided to double down and go, nope, this is the way they're going to look. And they gave us another trailer that wasn't as good as the first trailer. Gosh, that says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, but I just can't get past how garish these people look as with these cgi cats i just can't do it because i uh, i mean i get what the story is i've never seen the musical or watched the musical film so i don't know but really but i kind of got what the story was like judy dench's character is looking for a, mm. a new cat to take her place i guess i guess i think that's what it is um but i just <clears throat> i don't want this movie and i'm probably gonna go see it just you know I'll just take maybe I'll do you did Holmes and Watson I'll do cats like I think it's only fair thank you you're welcome thank you (laughs) just because I really kind of want to see you know I would love to be pleasantly surprised that it's a good film and Mm. that you know you kind of get over the the effect you know in the first 10 minutes or something yeah if you accept it you're okay with it yeah however the trailer isn't really selling it no yeah, so, I mean, oh. I look, Cats is, and I haven't seen it for a really long time. I've, I saw the play when I was a child. Right. Um, so it's been about, what, bloody 30 years. Um, the story's good. Mm-hmm. Music is iconic. Mm. My issue with this film version is that the way they've chosen to represent the cats mm. as, you know, human Cats, yeah. uh, and I can't think of the proper term. At, Humanizing? At, no. Yeah, it's uh, you know when like a, an animal um, is made to look and behave like a human being. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, sure, there's a word. Yeah. I can't think of it either. Yeah, I, I can't think of it. It's a it's a word. Thanks, high wordsmiths out there. Yes. Because you know it's not like Kendall and I dabble in literature at all. No, <laughs> we have a piece of paper that yeah. I got for three years of study. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> On stage, obviously you're going to have actors in suits and beautiful makeup and costumes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. On stage, I get it. Yeah. In a film, it doesn't fly for me. No. And I appreciate they're probably trying to link it to its theatrical roots. 
Sure. To say, well, that's how I'm we're going to represent it. I'm guessing that's what they've done. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I would have just preferred the cats to have been CGI'd. And you know what? Not even... Not even CGI cats, like, you know, how our buck in Call of the Wild is yeah. CGI dog. I mean, that would be fine. That would also be fine. That would be more acceptable than what we have. Yeah. But I think I said it when we talked about the first trailer, but this movie would be so much better if it was done in like a Pixar style yeah. or an Illumination style, Yes, but not maybe more Pixar considering Pixar are know, amazing, are amazing and incredible movies and, you know, can be appreciated by kids as much as adults mm. and vice versa. Whereas, you know, every other animated film is very kiddie. So Pixar, if Pixar had done this and animated these cats, yeah, not made them realistic cats, but you know, not like Lion King. No. Yeah, but you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a Pixar style. Yeah, yeah, and then told the story yeah. and the musical and everything. And do you know what it gets me? Like I, I can, amazing. Yeah, I can. Out of all the things I can accept most, and you probably will disagree with me on this one, Kendallus. I can accept the way they look. Mm-hmm. Like I can accept it. Right. I don't particularly like it. Yeah. But I can accept it. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But you see them frolicking around these sets, which are probably computer generated as well. Oh, probably, yeah. They don't look right. No. They don't. They don't look proportional. The proportions wrong, yes, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. because yes, and I know they're not people. They are supposed to be cat sized. But somebody who owns a cat, they still look wrong. <laughs> the proportions look wrong. So I know what a cat is in proportion to a bed or yeah, a couch. Exactly. It doesn't work. No. So that just throws me off more than anything. Yeah. And yeah, it just, it like, yeah, there's, I'm like, I'm curious to see the film. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, but it sort of feels like it's one of those films that you're just going to watch through your fingers. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to be cringing the whole time. Yeah. Cause even like the, the effects aside of what they look like, the, the humor in this, mm. I don't, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. So it was forced. Very, felt forced. very forced. And it felt based on the story that it is based on actually feels out of place. Yeah. Because I'm sure, and again, like, you know, a lot of plays that are really serious and musicals that are serious have flashes of humor, mm. but this seemed to tailor the human humor based on the performers. hundred percent. I was going to say, let's was, throw, you know, I'll play myself type thing. Yeah. Rebel Wilson's doing herself. James Corden's yeah. doing himself. And I'm just like, okay, fine. But why? Yeah. It's, yeah. And there's... then you're like ruining, even tainting actors like Dame Judy. Dench and Sir Ian McKellen and, how, and Idris Elba. And, how dare they? Uh, like filmmakers, how dare you I do know, that to these actors? I they know. trusted you, Tim. They did. Um, yeah, no, I... I, I want to... Look, I, we want it to be good. We don't know if it will. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, look, I think I'm starting to try and accept this is just the way it is. Yeah, I'm okay with it, but I can't just shake the fact that I feel like... There is something about this movie that is ugly. Yeah. And I'm like you, Kendall. I want to be surprised. I want to yeah. be proven wrong. Yeah, I'd be I like, really oh, wow, this is really good. Wrong. Yeah, I would um, love to be, I'd love to eat my hat. Like, yeah. Honestly. But they're not really offering much for me. And I know that some people I was reading when this thing was posted, some people were saying, oh, you know, this has improved it. It looks actually a lot better. We're getting used to it. Rah, rah, rah. Nah. No, I don't see that at all. There's nothing. No. Like, there's nothing in here that grabs me whatsoever. No. Throw on the soundtrack. 
yeah. of the original yeah. theatrical go watch recording. The, yeah, go watch a stage version. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. When, when are we not watching it? When are we not? <laughs> when am I taking one for the team? Um, Boxing Day, the 26th of December. So that one's coming up quick. Yeah. Am I allowed to call it Box Office Bomb? Well, give, yes. A, I'm going to say yes. I think you'll be right. B, given the trend of um, big budget movies that have been bombing lately. Mm. Yeah. Quite possible. Kendall, that's a whole discussion for another podcast, isn't it? Isn't Actually, it? lately. I was reading yeah. about Charlie's Angels today. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's not going to make its money. Terminator no. didn't make its money. Yeah, director's already spoken about that. I know. As well. Lots of interesting behind the scenes drama now. About that one? Yeah. yeah. Charlie's Angels was interesting. I actually didn't know it was part three. Part yeah. three? Yeah. Excuse yeah. It's connected to the other two? Yeah. Cause that it, I didn't know. This article I read said, look, the, and you know what? The reviews that are positive, yeah. the movie actually sounds really good. It sounds fun. It yeah. sounds like popcorn fun. Yeah. Like I have to say, the, fun. the trailers in themselves didn't really, like I didn't mind them, no. but it didn't make me say, ooh, take my money. Must see. But I'm like, okay, this actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. And then reading the reviews, I'm like, oh, no, it actually sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. Read this article and I was talking about how it's so bad about marketing. It's like, yeah, but no, it, it's actually a part three. Um, it's connected to the other two films. Wow. And they're like, well, where was that in your marketing? Yeah, they should have they yeah. should have built it like it that. It felt like a reboot. Yeah. And this is when some people... And, you know, <sighs> our, like audiences are now kind of going, enough with the reboots, enough with the reboots. Oh, yeah. We've probably warmed more to us. Like, oh, cool. It's part of this franchise. If they made it part of the franchise, yeah. it probably would have sold a lot better. Absolutely. Um, you know, and all these like different angles that the marketing sort of let the film down. That's such so, a shame. That's why I feel like now that you're right, these big budget movies are tending to fall by the wayside and only only a handful are maintaining momentum and I wonder how long they'll be able to maintain momentum for. Yeah. Um, you know, like M- MC is the, the rare one. They are, yeah. It is a rare one. So I do actually wonder how long can it maintain momentum. Mm. The advantage is, is that it has multiple characters. Mm. It's not the same. It's not like, you know... Every movie is about Iron Man. That no. tires you, right? Like yes. when we think about the Burton Schumacher Batman movies, of course. you know, especially when Batman and Robin came out. Yes, it's not a great film, mm. but no one was excited for it because the wait wasn't that long. It came two years later, yeah, was, you know? Yeah. So the MCU movies and even the DC movies as well, even though DC now aren't really making a huge universe, but like, hey, we're just throwing out these cool films. They're at least different characters. Yes, yeah. you've got flashes of other ones coming and going. That's kind of cute. It's familiar. We like that. Uh, so it's got that working for it. But the, the the genre in itself is becoming extraordinarily cluttered. And I just wonder how long it will sustain. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out yeah, next year. Uh, like, you know, like, again, we've got, what, eight films from MCU? Well, in 22, 2022 and 2023, yes. yes. And then so. next year, it's Black Widow and Eternals and yes. the Disney Plus shows start rolling out. So yeah. So we'll it, it, will be, it will be interesting because we even saw how how Star Wars as well yeah. for a while ran yeah. out. And, you know, before it was a surefire hit, we've got Lord of the Rings on TV now. You know, like I, I'm, I'm wondering, especially because these titles are all really wrapped up in the uh, overarching sci-fi umbrella. Yes. More than anything else. True. Yeah. This is, it's fascinating to mm. see 
to see how this will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm curious, and we'll see what how many more trailers we'll be talking about and what these genres are going to be like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally side noted on that, but no, you, you, you brought up such a really fascinating thing about big movies failing. Yeah, it makes you wonder why some fail and why some don't. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out when cats comes out. Yes. The cat will be out of the bag on the on the twenty sixth of December. And then we'll get spayed. Yep. We will. <laughs> we might. Big, yeah. <laughs> might Big. be more fun than watching the movie. Big, oh God. <laughs> Uh, hopefully. Um, all right. So that is Trailer Park. Time, time, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Time to roll on out, which means uh, now I have a couple of quickie reviews. Yeah. Quickie review. Okay. So I will try not to dwell too much on these, but... Um, that will depend on whether Wayne has watched much of the second one that's on there. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, okay. We will definitely talk. We will definitely yeah. talk. All right. So starting with uh, the wonderful movie I saw in Mornington earlier this week, and that was Judy, the uh, biopic sort of, <laughs> basically, of um, the legendary Judy Garland, uh, was wonderful. I loved it. Uh, it was beautifully done um, and so bittersweet and sad. And I was just, I cried. It was emotional and very tragic. And I had no idea. Like, I only found out, I don't even know when I found out, but when I was probably when I was an adult that Judy Garland died so young. I didn't mm. know. And, you know, when the film tells you at the end she was only 47, it was just like, Excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she didn't look. She looked. She looked twice, like not twice that, but she looked so much older than she was. Yeah, reflection yeah. on a lot that was going on. Hey, how bad yeah. it was for her, mm. and how she was treated um, as a woman in mm. Hollywood during that era is just awful. Yeah, um, and the fact that she was virtually painless um, mm. at the end of her life is just awful. Um, but, you know, she was a beautiful mother and she did the best she could. And Renee Zellweger, mm. Oscar nomination, mm-hmm. for sure. I cannot say for certain if she will win, uh, basically because I haven't really seen any other, um, like many other fe- strong leading female performances just yet. Yeah. Uh, I have, I do have a feeling that the upcoming bombshell with Shelley's Nicole and Margot is going to um, set off some fires. Yeah. Come Oscar time, but that remains to be seen. Uh, so I definitely think Renee is going to be uh, getting herself another nomination. Yeah. Because um, she was unrecognizable. Yeah. She was. Judy. The trailer looked amazing. The trailer was so good, and the trailer sold the movie perfectly, and it lived up. Yeah. To the expectation, and I was I was blown away. I adored it. Fantastic. It was wonderful. Yeah. And the music, and Renee sang. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We all know she can sing. Absolutely. I mean, Chicago, anyone? Oh, don't get me started on Chicago. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. We love Chicago. We absolutely do. Yes. Um, but so she, it was nice to uh, hear her singing voice once again. Mm. And yeah, she yeah was beautiful. And it's a, yeah, uh, excellently acted, performed, shot, 
Yeah, loved. Love, love, love. Love, love, love Judy. Yeah. So I'd probably give it a four and a half out of five. Wow. Well, it yeah. looks great. And yeah. she did have a very interesting life. She um, did. And still ingrained in pop culture. Thanks. A hundred percent. Particularly to one role that she played. Oh, yes. <laughs> the role. The role. The role. That changed of, her life. Of everyone's childhood. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know what's magical about the, the role of Dorothy Gale and the way she's performed mm-hmm. Dorothy Gale? Because a lot of young, lovely young ladies have played Dorothy Gale before and after her. Mm-hmm. Right? This is true. But there's just something about the way Judy Garland plays that character that makes her version and that film just really stand out, makes us love it as kids, and when we become adults, makes us sit down with our children, our nieces, our nephews, our little cousins, our younger brothers and sisters, whoever we're babysitting, and put it on and make and you know introduce it to them and just repeats it all over. Yeah. Like not many humans can say that they have that much enduring impact on popular culture. No. So, yeah. I mean, the movie, what, 80 years old, right? Yeah, 1939. Yeah. And then also this year is 50 years since she passed away. Right, that's right. She died in 69. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Just around uh, in, in what we now call Pride Month. Yes. Just before, uh, yeah, just... Before the Stonewall riots. Yeah. Yeah. A very pivotal time. Absolutely. In prehistory for sure. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Oh, Judy. Yeah. We haven't forgotten you. No, absolutely uh, loved. Absolutely loved. Yeah. Yeah. You will love the movie, Wayne. Yeah. I, I, I hope you get to see it soon. Yes. I hope so too. I imagine I will as trailer looked beautiful and yeah yeah it was such an interesting and um, tragic but very interesting life as well yeah, yeah definitely um and uh, another thing i wanted to touch on before we moved into our main event of the episode now speaking about queer culture mm-hmm. <laughs> yes the gays love a queen don't we oh <laughs> yes we do <laughs> The costumes, the fanfare, the pageantry, the scandal. scandal. (laughs) Okay, Kendall, confession. Yes. I'm only two episodes in. Okay, that's all right. And I love it so much. (laughs) I love it. I was hearing things, I was reading things online where people go, oh, first episode was boring. Oh, it drags on. I hate the casting. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Yes. But Kendall, this is your review because you've seen the whole season. I have seen the whole season. Talk to me without any spoilers. That's okay. So for in case we didn't mention, we're talking about The Crown. Season three. Season three. <laughs> Sorry, I should shut up. It's your review. No, please. <laughs> it's totally fine. Love it, love it, love it. Um, yes. So I, I binged the entire thing in less than a week. In fact, I watched seven episodes yesterday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got hurt. <laughs> This is why I need Christina and my family <laughs> to get me out of the house. <laughs> Which is hilarious because then Christina takes me to a movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. That's well, you, you drove. <laughs> you had the window down. Didn't drive. Took public transport. That's fine. <laughs> there was aircon. I drove a little bit of the way. There were people. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to stand up for you, but go on. I was on the beach. You it's were, fine. Yes. Yes. It was great. Anyway. It was awesome. So, uh, yeah, so I know I came home from work and I was just like, I need to finish this. Mm. Mostly because I was like, what if Wayne's finished it? <laughs> and we can't fully talk about no. it on the show. But then again, I, I've gone the extra mile and you, know, <laughs> you haven't had time to finish it. Yet. No, I've just thrown a spanner in the works. So That's okay. Sabotage you again, don't it's I? It's fine. <laughs> You'll have a glorious discussion when you've caught up. Yes, yes. This... Look, I don't want to go out and say this is the best season of the show so far, but it very well may be the best season Mm -hmm. of the show. 
And I loved the first two seasons. Yeah. And I especially adore Claire Foy. Yes. Her portrayal of Elizabeth is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And that's putting it lightly. She's just... There's a reason she's won so many awards and, yeah. and gotten so much praise. And uh, she's just excellent. Olivia Coleman is next level. If you are ever going to replace someone as wonderful as Claire Foy, surely only Olivia Coleman could do it. Only Olivia Coleman and boy, howdy. <laughs> she's, she's excellent. I mean, you've seen the first two episodes. Yeah. You can attest to this, right? You know what though? I find because, you know, you know, it's Olivia Coleman, for example, mm-hmm. you know, going into it, Olivia Coleman is a, is a bigger name than, you know, Claire Foy. When yes. we were watching, you know, for the first time. Of course. We know Olivia Coleman. I had no idea who Claire Foy was. No, I know. Same. Me but Olivia Coleman had seen her in other things. Yes. Love her. Yes. There are just moments when she's just standing there quietly and the the shot is of her in profile. I'm looking at Queen Elizabeth II. Right. I when she and even though you know you see that cheeky oh. smile sometimes come up that mm-hmm. you know is Olivia Coleman. Yes. I'm looking at Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. I absolutely am. I uh, this you know, I was excited by the casting mm-hmm. because it's Olivia Coleman. Yeah, of course. But I'm excited to keep watching, mm-hmm. not only because it's Olivia Coleman, but I believe I'm watching The Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's that yeah. good. It's so... She's fantastic, it's, isn't she? It's, she's beautiful. She's just nailing it. And, yeah. you know, the voice, the posture, yes. the grace. How great is she? And, and also the team behind the show. Oh. The continuity of representation... Of Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. II, mm-hmm. from Claire to Olivia. I love that opening shot. Yeah, episode beautiful one. is when you're looking at the two portraits. It's yeah. so clever. But I just, but I, I love that they've just. You believe it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah performed do. so well. It's yeah they both nailed. Yeah. Uh, both actresses have nailed the 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 mannerisms. Yeah, the, the the voice. Yes, everything. Oh, it's so good. So you so you definitely believe it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as in terms of the season of whole, yeah, it's just magnificent. Mm. Um, there are two episodes in there that I watch, possibly three that I I think are probably three of the greatest episodes of television I've seen in a long time. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and um, I haven't seen them yet. No, you haven't. Okay. And I'm not going to say which one's there because yeah. I don't want to ruin expectations for you. But yeah. there, there's, some, there's some brilliant television. Right. Peter Morgan, the mm. creator and mm. writer of the show, is just, oh, oh my God. I I want to meet him and like bow down. Yes. His writing is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I am just in complete awe. Like I'm never going to, I mean, I'm a writer. You're yeah. a writer. I'm never going to be that good. Yeah. Same. He's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I go, I can go on and on about the act, acting, but his writing is, is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the direction, of course, is all from all the different directors. Peter also directs yeah. the episodes, and it's every episode looks great. I always wonder how they, like, I, I need to look up the trivia and, like, how they film certain scenes to make it look like Buckingham Palace because they don't actually have access to No, it. they surely wouldn't. No, no. surely not. But just, uh, it's just so grand and yeah, beautiful and magisterial, you know. Yeah, it's, just, it's excellent. Um, but this show and and even um, newcomer to the show, Tobias Menzies, who mm. plays Philip, yes, uh, is phenomenal yeah. as well in his own right. Uh, yeah, and taking over from Matt Smith. 
Yeah. Um, I loved Matt Smith in that Matt role. Matt Smith was great. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, because, you know, Prince Philip has the public image and in this show, the representation, been a bit of a douche. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I didn't um, realize he was yeah. <laughs> like that. But, uh, you know, like... Only two episodes into it, he's already showing that. And I'm yeah. and assuming he intensifies because, hey, you know what? If you're a bit of a dickhead as a, as a young person, you're going to stay that way as an old one and even be even more so. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there's uh, uh, one episode in particular, which was one of the three I mentioned, yeah. that kind of goes into him a bit as a as a middle-aged man or a man approaching middle age. Yeah. Right? And, uh and what they do with him mm. and developing his character in that way. Like, yeah, he's a douche, but you feel sorry for him. Oh, yeah, because let's face it, um, we're all human beings. We are. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are. And there's a lot in this season about trying to represent the crown and the, the, the royal yes. family as humans. Yes. As opposed to just royals. And yeah. It's, and it's with almost all of them. Yeah. They get all these episodes of like humanizing They're human them. people yeah yeah and it's it's just so well done and i just can't i can't say enough but yeah i yeah and how good is helena oh you know what <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i don't really see i don't see the resemblance i don't see the resemblance but i don't care but I, yeah, <laughs> i'm i'm willing to look past amazing yeah. and i just love that you know in the king's speech you played the queen mum. <laughs> and then actually was looking up the crown like stuff on on tumblr last night yeah. someone had made a post of all of these actresses over the years that have played royals yeah uh, two or three times over their yeah. careers freaking um olivia coleman played the queen mum in oh, really? in, a, in another movie oh okay i've forgotten the name of it now but it's yeah so she played that as yeah, well that's cool and then yeah helena obviously in the king's speech and, yeah yeah it's just crazy um how many of them have played, you know, royals over yeah. their careers. But yeah. Helen has done like, yeah, apart from, from not exactly looking like, like a, like Margaret yeah. or be like Vanessa Kirby, the yeah. previous actress who was wonderful. Oh yeah. She was yeah, amazing. I really she? loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Firecracker. Um, she's definitely owning the character yeah. of Margaret. Which doesn't surprise you because it's Helen Bonham Carter. She's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. She brings her own sort of quirkiness to every role she does, I think. Mm. So you can tell there's something about that she brings from within to, yeah. a, to a character. And it's so appropriate for Margaret. Mm. And whilst, yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't think she really looks like Margaret. But I believe that I'm looking at two sisters here. Oh, yeah, they you know, s- they sell that yeah, sibling relationship well. Absolutely. I love the the the, t- the love and the rivalry mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. I yeah, just, it's, it's yeah, wonderful. It's, it's a gorgeous one. And I love that Margaret's a bit of a pitch. <laughs> yeah, she is a little bit, yeah. Oh, Princess good. indeed. Princess. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> what All would you right. give the season? Uh, season season three yeah five out of five. Oh, it doesn't surprise me yes, i can't wait to finish easily. it hopefully next time we talk. uh we talk i would have seen the rest uh, and then we can go spoilers good yes off air of off course. air yes um absolutely we'll have a lovely discussion but yeah i can't wait for you to watch it and yeah yeah everyone who hasn't seen it yet go um get your netflix on and um, binge that because, oh absolutely i mean i did it in a night <laughs> but it was very easy yeah. easy sailing for me yeah so for those of you who like for example enjoyed downton abbey the crown is very similar oh it's a soap opera but oh. because they have gorgeous accents you feel smarter for watching it. <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> that's amazing Okay, so I if I like the crown, or should I say if I love the crown, I sh- I should enjoy Downton Abbey then. 
I think so. Okay, yeah. so I've like, never watched Downton Abbey. Two totally different kettle of fish. Yes. But Downton Abbey is about, you know, the, the higher end of society. For sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff about, you know, the servants versus the royal family and mm-hmm. stuff. And it, Downton Abbey is a lot more soap opera. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. And the characters have more, like progressive knowledge mm-hmm. than what people really would have. Yeah. But we're okay with it because we need to like them. <laughs> yeah. Sense. But yeah, but no, but it's got, yeah. If I think if you like British, British dramas, Downton, Downton's good. A really good episode. You get so invested. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one character that I just absolutely can't stand in that show. She made it to the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed me off. Oh, no. Oh, speaking of Downton Abbey, the movie. Yes. I need to say something because Fulia isn't here. And, you oh. know, Fulia and I saw it together. Oh, yeah. I did something horrendous. Okay. Okay, maybe that's a strong word. I did oh. something that really wasn't great. Okay. While we were watching the movie. Did you talk during the movie, Wayne? Oh, look, we had occasional whispers, but we, you know, that was us. Because as anyone who spent uh, five minutes with Fulia knows that um, she observes a lot of things and likes to mention them. (laughs) (laughs) She does. Yes. Affectionately called Captain Obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Very affectionately. No, I did something and I felt really guilty straight after I did it. And I've forgotten to acknowledge it. And now I've reached that stage where it's too late to acknowledge it. But because Fully is not here and we've just mentioned Downton Abbey, I feel like I can acknowledge it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did that thing where I saw a plot twist coming about 45 minutes before it happened. Oh, no. And I just told, and I whispered into Fully and told her what the plot twist was. Now, I had no, there was no way of me knowing exactly what it was, but I just was like foreshadowing and guessing it. Because if you watch enough TV and film, especially this type of, you know, genre, yeah. you can you can see it, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, and I love cliches, so I can see one coming a mile away. Hi there, I write a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> but I did it, and I was right. But Fulia didn't say anything, so maybe she didn't care. But I felt bad. As soon as I said it, I've just gone, wait, you shouldn't have said that to Fulia. You should have waited till lunch and said, oh, I guessed it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did during the movie. But... She hasn't said anything. Okay, well, Fulia, now you have a right of reply. Oh, yeah, Fulia, you're listening, aren't you? Yes, okay. you probably will be listening to this, <laughs> Yeah. I imagine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. wait to uh, have that discussion brought up again <laughs> yeah, in but a couple Ful- weeks' Fulia's forgiving and kind, though. She is. Yeah. She's wonderful. <laughs> no? No, I mean, no, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She n- never gives me the evil eye. <laughs> Or with full gets the raised eyebrow. Yeah, true. Mm. She, she's good at that. <laughs> she really is. Oh, all happy, right. happy wife, happy life. Yes, yes, most definitely. All right, cool. So <laughs> as much as I want to keep talking about the crown and how great it is. Absolutely. Uh, we have to wrap that up yeah. and move into the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means it's time for popcorn culture. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> Popcorn culture time! Yeah. It's popcorn culture time. All right. It certainly is. Yes. All right. So, uh, last week we asked you wonderful listeners, uh, who is your favorite on-screen witch? Yeah. And why? Mm -hmm. Movies and TV, people. Um, And we're going to go with our gut reactions as usual. Wayne. Yes, my dear. Who do you have for us? Yeah, I've got a few. I was just thinking, what witches do I really like? So I've got a few honorable mentions, and I'm going to mention my number one witch. Oh, good. 
My number one, which probably won't surprise you, Kendall. <laughs> so, look, I have to go from, um, you know, one of my, I have got two favorite witches from my childhood. And that was Samantha Stevens from Bewitched, played by the beautiful Elizabeth Montgomery. Yes. Yes. So I always loved uh, Samantha. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, you always wish you could um, twitch the nose until you realized she was moving her upper lip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I lo- yeah, absolutely love Samantha. Just gorgeous. Mm. Um, and I didn't mind the Bewitched movie, actually, with Nicole Kidman either. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now... I don't really know if this character has a proper name, but for anyone who grew up watching the Looney Tunes cartoons, uh, Bugs Bunny would sometimes encounter a witch. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, she's uh, the one that I'm predominantly thinking of is this short where Bugs Bunny stumbles upon Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, right. And, you know, the witch is going on her, doing her thing and... Bugs gets caught up and is trying to escape her clutches. But she's really cute because anytime she sort of needs to dash off, she clicks her heels and rushes off. Mm-hmm. And you just see hairpins <laughs> falling, which is really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bugs has, yeah, Bugs has a few jabs at her that probably aren't very PC (laughs) (laughs) these days but yeah um look another witch from my childhood who I still love to this very day is uh Faye Dunaway's Selena from Supergirl in 1984 yes because Superman and Supergirl uh cannot deal with magic and witchcraft so that's one of their yeah, one, one, one of the things that their powers can't go up against, no. which is pretty cool. Not really explored a lot in the in the films or TV or anything. Not at all. So I, I always liked that, you know, that was something, was something different. It wasn't kryptonite for Supergirl in, mm. in, in the movie. No. But Helen Slater had the wonderful diva of Faye Dunaway. Oh, wasn't she ever a yes, diva? Yes, yes. She does have my all-time favorite diva story, mind you, not making Supergirl, but I think it was making Chinatown. Oh, okay, right. Yes. Had you heard of this at all? No. I will side note because it is my favorite story. Please. <laughs> she, um, look, has a reputation of being difficult to work with. Uh-huh. And they were doing a film, they were doing a scene, and she needed to wanted to stop the scene because she needed to go to the bathroom. The director refused. Kept filming, rah rah. So whether it was the same shot, same scene, same day, I'm not too sure. But at some stage during the production, because the director would not allow her to have toilet breaks, I suppose when she wanted slash need them. Oh God. Uh, the story goes, mm. she peed in a cup and threw it at him. <gasps> Now, that story is really persistent, and I love it. Now, some might say, urban legend. Yeah. Ms. Dunaway was interviewed by a British newspaper a few years ago about a current movie, a contemporary movie she was making. And especially these more, you know, old school Hollywood people. And I'm sure you get it today, but maybe the old school ones are a bit more demanding. Yeah. As a reporter, you get a list of what you can and cannot ask. Of course. No one told the reporter he can't ask about this (laughs) because I suppose nobody suspected. Yeah. He asked about this incident. Oh, my gosh. And she gave him a serving, like an (gasps) absolute serving for asking the question. She flatly, like you know essentially denied that it happened yeah but at the same time made him feel so ashamed and embarrassed for even 
asking the questions gets up off her chair calls her agent and yeah and just really like sprays him and this poor guy shaking leaves and he's like nobody told me i couldn't ask about it (laughs) whatever it was and i've just gone it's true and I love it even more. It's so disgusting and gross, but I'm like, that's yeah. diva behavior from yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Particularly when you consider what women had to actually put up with. Well, I think, you know, the fact that she, if she did do that, which it seems likely she did, mm-hmm. I don't blame it. I Look, again, I'm not encouraging that sort of behavior. Neither am I. Especially because I am a director too now. Yes. <laughs> But, but I just love the story so you much. Love the story, but I'm oh, just I like love... the fact that the director put the, put her through that is is just yeah. ridiculous. Human beings at the basis level yes. should be able to go to the toilet. You know, you kind of just go. <sighs> they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> you know, and also, and I will say, you know, use the word diva, and it's kind of said in a negative way sometimes towards sometimes women. It, it is yeah, no. A little bit, yeah. But you just kind of think, gosh, whatever you had to do to bloody survive the industry, let's be honest. Yeah, true. Like, you know, if you don't become that, then how are you gonna get by? Yeah. How are you gonna get anything your way? The thing I always liked about Faye Dunaway is she was never a doormat. No, true. No. Um, but I love that story so much. So That's a Faye, great story. Thank you for sharing. You are more than welcome. <gasps> yes, she look she had a few diva moments on Towering Inferno as well. Yes. Not met well and she Behaved herself afterwards. <laughs> oh yes. Oh no. I'm going to save that for another podcast. Please do. I'll be reviewing that movie one day. Ooh. Yeah. Hello. So, yes, Faye Dunaway as the very campy Selena in Supergirl. It's always yes. a lot of fun. Loved her yes, as well. For sure. Yeah. Uh, more contemporary-ish. Uh, look, the Grand High Witch Eva Ernst from The Witches, played by the wonderful Angelica Houston. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <gasps> scary. What a pull. So scary. Very scary. She's terrifying in that movie. Loved her. Love it, though. Um, look, if I was a child during Harry Potter, of course, Hermione Granger. Uh, I love, I love just intelligent girls who are not afraid to be themselves. That's why mm-hmm. I love Lisa Simpson so much. Yes. I think it's such a one, one, they're wonderful role models. Yeah, definitely. Um, particularly for young girls and also for young boys as well. Yeah. To see how um, smart and the value of having strong female friendships. It's, impo- sure. it's important. It you is know? very important. My number one witch of the screen, however, Suki Regimont from The Witches of Eastwick. Oh. Played by an incredible young woman named Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, of <laughs> Uh, is my all-time favorite screen witch. Yes. Yes. Good choice. And Michelle Pfeiffer plays her. I don't need to explain it anymore. (laughs) No. no. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. It's Michelle. It is Michelle. Being amazing. In uh, in, in the movie that really um, pushed her into stardom. Uh, was yeah. the witch's waste we care? True. Yeah, she stopped. Uh, that was the last time she carried her own groceries on a film set. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. yeah. Sharon, Susan Sarandon, and Jack Nicholson all had their personal assistants and stuff. Michelle hadn't at that stage. Oh, it was wow. the la- last time that happened on a movie. Okay, good. Yes, good. She got the servants she deserves. Absolutely. <laughs> now she lives in a mansion. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. Kendall. Me. You've got witches, I'm sure. I do. Who are your favorite witches, my dear? I have a few. Um, Oh, my goodness. It's funny because it's basically all the women I use for templates for the questions. Hey, (laughs) lay them on. Pretty much. Go for it. Um, Yes, Hermione Granger, of course. I'd be very remiss if I didn't mention her Um, because, you know, I was at the perfect age for Harry Potter. Mm. 
you know, the books came out when I was in primary school, the films came out when I was in high school. Um, I'm the same age as Rupert Grint, you know, so I'm, yeah, so I'm like that kind of, it's my generation. Mm. Um, and yeah, and Hermione, I've said this, I think I've said this before on the show, we've talked about Harry, po- Harry Potter characters, if not this show, maybe um, the monthly at Winifred's. Maybe. Um, I, I'm forgetting now, but um, yeah, I always saw a bit of myself in Hermione because nice. we both have big bushy hair. <laughs> um, and when I was in school, I was um, similar to her in terms of uh, my grades. I was straight A's. Yeah. I was top of the class. In a lot of cases, my early education, I mean, it kind of stopped once, you know, maths became a thing and yeah. I, I found out I wasn't very good at, uh, the harder maths at least. Um, love Roman numerals. Give me Roman numerals any day. Exactly. How else will you know when films are copyrighted? Exactly right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I still love doing that, watching old movies and trying to figure it out. It's great. Me too. <laughs> so glad I'm not alone. I know. <laughs> but yes, Hermione is just, like you said, she's, you know, uh, a wonderful example of a strong, intelligent, mm-hmm. uh, and, and very brave uh, young woman. Absolutely. Um, and one of the best witches in literature, I think. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then we're going to move into TV for my, uh, other picks. Um, got to mention the Charmed ones. <laughs> one of my favorite shows of all time, Charmed, the Halliwell sisters, all four of them, mm-hmm. uh, are definitely my favorites. If I had to pick a favorite, which out of the four though, um, it probably would be Prue, even though she was only on the show for three seasons, mm-hmm. uh, until her untimely death. Uh, but uh, a phenomenal and fierce like woman she was, the eldest sister of the four of them. And uh, yeah, I love I loved the way Shannon Doherty played her in the show. Yeah, she's excellent. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love yeah all of them. They're beautiful, wonderful women and powerful witches. Um, yeah, so good. Uh, and yeah, then I guess my absolute favorite would have to be. Um, Willow from Buffy, uh, of course. Didn't see that one coming. Didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. I. But an amazing pick nonetheless. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. I, no, I adore Willow. Uh, I always have. Buffy has always been uh, one of, and now is, I, you know, very, you know, firmly will say my favorite show of all time. Oh, um, I nice. love it. Yeah. That's so, great. yeah. So she's, yeah. And Willow is one of my favorite characters ever. And ha- Alison Hannigan plays her to perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And such an important character too, not mm-hmm. just for women, like it's similar to Hermione. She, you know, she was a, um, you know, the, the brainy one of the Scooby gang in the yeah. show. She was the smart one. Um, and then, you know, her, intelligence translated from being good at computers and education in general Mm -hmm. to you know excelling at magic yeah um and you know she became a force to be reckoned with Mm. over the course of the show and uh also one of the earliest um queer role models absolutely for young young people absolutely uh in media Mm -hmm. you know i've said it before but i'll always repeat it her and tara shared the first Kiss between two women on screen on primetime television. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, very proud of that, mm. obviously. And yeah, the way I, people don't always agree with the, the metaphors magic was used like magic as a metaphor in 
the the Buffy world. First, it was a metaphor for lesbianism, right. and then a metaphor for uh, addiction. Okay, because Willow kind of let the magic get out of control yeah. and she kind of became addicted to it like it was a drug right. basically, which I think it's a really, I don't know. I think it's done really well. I think it's written and acted really well, but a lot of people don't agree. Okay. Um, yeah. It gets a bit problematic, yeah. but only your some. opinion matters, Kendall. <laughs> That's not true, but thank you. <laughs> but nevertheless, only person I'd listen to. <laughs> oh, no, stop it. Um, but yes, nevertheless, um, I love Willow Rosenberg. Mm. She's wonderful. Lovely. Wonderful. So yeah. those are my picks. Hey, good picks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We've done very well. We have. Yes. We've covered a lot and we've got a few more now as well. We do. We have some responses. Who yes. do we have first? Stephen Gostone. Stephen. Hey, mate. So he says the perfect witch is the wicked witch of the West. Mm. Everyone in the land feared her and respected her power, which she was always endeavoring to increase. Yes. An omnipresent threat to... Dorothy's entire journey. Mm. Absolutely yeah. true. Mm-hmm. We talked about icons before. Yeah. Um, absolutely. This is an iconic role. Ah, probably the most iconic witch yeah. of all time. We kind I of set think. the template, really, of Definitely. what witches looked like from most of our childhood, you know, yeah. and then more contemporary um, renditions have changed that. But for a long time, when you thought a witch, you thought the black hat the black coat the big nose yes. and maybe even a green face yes <laughs> you really did yeah i yeah. agree I, yeah. I love the wicked witch of the west me too yeah she's so just so much fun yeah so wicked so wicked. wicked uh i yeah adore um like especially just the way margaret hamilton played her in the yeah movie. she's genuinely terrifying i think as yeah well. maybe not as scary for me as the um the Grand High Witch was. No, yeah, I agree, actually. Mm. Yeah. But um, I remember watching Wizard of Oz many times as a kid and just being panicked <laughs> <laughs> when uh, she would uh, make an appearance yeah. on the screen and try and come for Dorothy. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, so wonderfully. Like, those lines are just delivered so beautifully. That they are. Yeah. Um, did you ever happen to see Oz the Great and Powerful? No, I haven't actually. Okay, probably a good thing. It's oh. not. It's okay. It's an okay film. It's enjoyable. It expands on the lore and the yeah. the world of Oz. James Franco. James it? Franco plays the wizard, yeah. the young wizard. Um, and I'm just gonna. There is a twist, but I'm just gonna say it now. I mean, it's the movie's been out for nearly mm. ten years, but um, Mila Kunis's character, um, who. Uh, the young wizard meets when he first comes to Oz. Yeah, uh, ends up becoming the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay, because of the wizard. Right, the I wizard mean, kind of betrays her, and she transforms into. Oh, okay, she doesn't start out with green, no, and black, and everything. Okay. She, she transforms into that. That's interesting. Yeah. So because oh, okay, because I'm just trying to now think about think back to the um, play Wicked. Mm. Have you ever seen that? I, I I did see it when it was here in Australia. Yeah, uh, many years ago. Yeah, because that takes a different type of origin. It does, and I have to say, by the sounds of it, Wicked does it a lot better. It, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think yeah. I enjoyed Wicked a lot. Yeah, because Elsaba um, mm. is always green. Yes, <laughs> you know, and does start out really well, and yeah. kind of goes misunderstood, and then turns Wicked. And I love the way they do that. Mm-hmm. The way that you also see. How Tin Man becomes Tin Man, and yeah. you know, all, all it's very clever, done yeah. incredibly well. Yeah. Okay, so um, maybe I won't rush to see Oz. No, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. Yes, well, it's always been on my radar. Yeah. Um, because 
I thought, oh, yeah, that would be a cool thing to link to The Wizard of Oz and also yeah. James Franco. Hello. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's awesome. He's good in anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and thank you to Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Next, we have the lovely Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Beth. And she uh, posted a gif of a certain character um, from Howl's Moving Castle, mm. and that is Sophie Hatter. Yes. Um, I haven't seen this movie, but you have. I have. I don't remember it so well that I could really tell you much, to we be perfectly honest. We fully for this because she's obsessed. However, um, she's like the love interest. Oh, Sophie is? Sophie is. Oh. So the, you know, the, the gift that we saw of somebody maybe a bit more mature aged, mm. you know, there's a different version to her. Okay. A young, A younger version okay. of her. And wow. I have to say, yeah, the House Movie Castle is incredibly beautiful. And Hal himself is like a bit more of a troubled spirit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I think by memory, like Sophie ha- might have something to do with that. Um, so I'm just showing Kendall now a picture of, of Sophie there. Oh, yeah. yeah. She does look a lot different there than yeah. in the, the gif we saw. Yeah. She okay. runs She runs a, a hat shoe, <laughs> should be shop, in her town along with her sisters and mother. When the Witch of the Waste curses her with a spell that turns her into a 90-year-old woman, Sophie goes to the Waste in search of a cure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a a bit of a sad story a little bit, but... Yeah, well, I mean, Howard's quite tortured Mm -hmm. in in his own way, and he's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, obsessed with, um, you know, I guess youth and beauty and looking a certain way himself. Yeah. Yeah, so... Aesthetics play a big part, I suppose. Okay. Because Sophie does suffer that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So, but I yeah. have to watch this. Yeah, no. Um, How's Moving Castle is a gorgeous film. Yeah. Okay. And it's one, one of my favourites from Studio Ghibli. Nice. Fulia, I know you could have done a lot better. Please don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Thanks, Bethany. Thanks, Beth. Uh, Fulia said that my favourite on screen, which is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. So much fun to watch, no matter how old you are. And you learn some tough lessons when using magic the incorrect way side note salem is everything <laughs> certainly is you always need a good sidekick oh salem is yeah oh, did you watch so sabrina as a kid oh yeah i did I, loved yeah. It. I remember when it first came out i watched i watched a few episodes one more than a few probably like a season or two uh it isn't one that i've gone to revisit admittedly mm. but i did enjoy it i thought yeah. it was a fun show yeah. i kind of fell out of touch with it in its later seasons like mm. once she got out of high school yeah and went to college and all of that i didn't really watch much yeah. of that i didn't see any of that no but that but the first few seasons i remember watching mm. religiously on tv um, yes. as a kid and there's a new series there is yes, which which is more true to the source material. Yes, yeah. and which I've been told that I would not enjoy. I've really I've yes. been told I would enjoy. Yeah, it's darker and it's it's more. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's a sinister side and um, very real yes. consequences to magic and I so have, it's, it's not the same comedic yes. sitcom kind of it's not really made for children no yeah. i have to say i do applaud them for doing something different with it i agree too yeah, yeah. i yeah. think why not because especially since the original is so loved yeah don't reinvent the don't, wheel yeah yeah do a different do a completely different yeah. yeah it's no i think it's really it's really good yeah uh, but i need to i need to actually watch that as well i haven't it's been on my list on Netflix forever, <laughs> but I I will get around to it one day. I thank, swear. Thank you so much, Fulia. Thank you, Fulia. And lastly, today we have the awesome dude that is Mikey Lister. Hey, Mike. And he says, anyone remember Disney's Sword in the Stone? 
I do. And mm. Madame Mim is one of my favorite Disney non-villain witches. The movie doesn't really have a big bad, but and she's only in it for 10 minutes. But she is more memorable than anything in it, and the wizard's duel with Merlin is the best thing in the movie. Iconic. Very much yeah, so. Yeah, very iconic. Uh, but if we're saying overall best witch... Would have to be Freddy. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Oh, great. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I oh, gosh, I don't remember that moment in in Freddy. But no, hey. neither. No, I haven't yeah. really seen the nightmare movies either, so I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yes. And some of them I've only seen once because, you know, he's not as good as Jason, so it's harder to revisit. <laughs> but yes. Freddy's got his place, don't you worry. Yes. Uh, and why not? Freddy himself is in- incredibly campy. Like how we'd Very said, much. the Wicked Witch is, is campy. Um, yeah, Freddy is as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that I can definitely tell. Mm. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen Sword in the Stone Probably since I was a kid, I barely, Same. I barely remember. It. Yeah, like I don't really remember the the whole premise, but I know the battle that he's the talking ba- about because yeah, that yeah. is absolutely iconic. Yeah, and I, I do re- remember Mim as well. Mm, you do, yeah. yeah. That battle scared me as a kid, though. Yeah, it was really like a lot of stuff was happening. Yeah, very it, dark. It's yeah, yeah, it's intense for a for a Disney film. Yeah, yeah, but especially it, in that time. Yeah, but I guess a lot of their older ones sort of ventured that way. Oh, that's true. You know, yeah. I mean, what the. Some people talk about the the scene, you know, the the Pinocchio where they turn mm. he turns into a donkey or whatever. Yeah, that's right. And some people say that freaked people out. Yeah, and, but yeah. even like if you go to their first feature of uh, Snow White, the way mm. the witch dies at the end is a bit that's grisly true. and it is, isn't it? things like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, classic Disney. Classic Disney. Classic. Oh, love it. Oh, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. That is that. That yeah. is done. Popcorn culture is over. Yeah. Oh, thank you, everyone. For yeah, thank answers. you. That oh. was a lovely little discussion. Yeah, one some wonderful memories there. Yes, most definitely. Um, all right. So next week, Wayne. Yes. What is the question? Well, look, we've talked at length about this, but let's keep going. Yeah. So we want to know what new or classic title do you want to see on Disney Plus? Yes. Yes. What's not on there yet yeah, that a... you want to see? A lot of options. Disney own everything. Let's there, go. Yes, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Or what's something new that they haven't created yet that you want to see on this service? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There could be some fun discussion next week. Absolutely. Cannot wait. Yes. Um, so don't forget to use hashtag tell Fred so we can find your answers. Yeah. All right. Mm. What's up with Fred? With Fred. Well, my side of things, we do have Fred Watch. Yes. Yay. New episode came out this week. Yes. And I just continue to destroy Philip's childhood. <laughs> it's okay. I think he seemed to not mind too much from what I gathered. He ended up hating it more than I, I did. Know. <laughs> I'm just like... I'm like, but you know, deep down, I'm like, Phil, ignore the behind the scenes stuff. Just (laughs) rate the movie. (laughs) You can't let it go. I'm like, look, it's your pick. You do whatever you want with it, my friend. You're in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we do have Dr. Doolittle. It's a great podcast. Thank you. I highly loved it. And (laughs) I got to say this on air because I think you're going to love this. Um, When I was listening... To Phil read out the description at the start. I'm yes. Like, oh my god, the bloopers are gonna be so good. <laughs> and then we got to the bloopers. I was driving to work, listening to him. Try- 
this is you going, take 10, take 11. I was like crying. It was so good. I'm so happy about it. I'm so glad. So thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, Philip. For, thank you, Philip. For giving me a lot of work to do. Oh, poor thing. But nevertheless, <laughs> it was a great podcast. Thank you. A very good review. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. It was, yes. uh, yeah. And also one of the, I'd say really the first time that we incorporated, you know, contemporary movie as well by talking about the, you know, doing our own little trailer park in there, really. Talking I loved that. Yeah. Because I was that. wondering if you were going to bring up um, yeah. the upcoming Robert Danny Jr. Yeah. So it was, it yeah, good timing to, since, you know, we had just watched, uh, Dr. You know, the musical, my first time mm. watching that. We'd both seen the Eddie Murphy one. Yes. Had memories of that, so we were able to discuss that. And yes. then watch the trailer together and um, chat about that. So it was, yeah, kind of a few predictions there about the Robert Downey Jr. one. So hopefully we'll actually go back and review that properly when yeah. it's out into yeah, the world. Yeah, hope so. Um, yeah, and sort of have it a bit of a continuation discussion, I suppose. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, look, that movie was long, <laughs> but it, it was okay. Long, yeah. Yes. Uh, but in saying that, for those who've listened to the podcast, I do announce what we're reviewing next time, and I'm trumping Philip with a really really long movie oh yeah you've gone from long to extra long to extra long but an iconic movie that is celebrating 80 years as well so uh you know at some point in december we will have a review to gone with the wind Yay! which yeah will will be interesting because it's you know it's such a classic movie but does it hold up so well it's Mm. you know especially in the discussion of how uh Uh, different races are portrayed it's an interesting discussion so feel looking at it from a a new and contemporary point of view Mm -hmm. and you know while i wasn't alive in 1939 to watch it and have this nostalgia with it it's a movie i've actually seen a few times watched it for a first time as a teenager and enjoyed it Mm -hmm. so it's a movie i've always actually enjoyed watching it Mm -hmm. so yeah i'll be interested to see uh the types of discussions yeah um hopefully we're we're still in one piece because it's a four-hour film (laughs) but you look my theory is we sit down and watch you know watch the lord of the rings trilogy it's nine hours of your life you'll never get back yeah we can do it for gone with the wind true you know it's it's a classic it's it's survived for this long for a reason that's true yes um and philip and i are hoping to have a uh, a movie, an extra movie as well in December, at the beginning of December to commemorate World AIDS Day. Yay! So yeah, telling more queer stories. Yes. And uh, hopefully that that will come out. We'll, we'll see. It's getting close. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But I'll put it out there. I guess we have to make it now, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Put it yes. out into the ether. It will happen. Yeah. So that's happening. Marvel Mondays. Woo. Um, I will try to wake up a bit early tomorrow morning and punch out a review to a movie I saw today. So you know what movie I saw today, Kendall. Yes, so you know I wasn't really trolling you. No. <laughs> Earlier today. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yes. One of my favorites. Uh, it is one of the better ones. It is. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I have some issues with it, but not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. That's fair. Yes. I've actually voiced these issues before, so none of them will be surprising. All right. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious then to, to read the review and have them remind Yes. <laughs> but I've been enjoying, of course, I really Thank like you. your, your uh, reviews of Guardians Volume 2 and, uh, <laughs> and Homecoming. Thank you. They were good. Yes, they're fun movies to watch. They're, they're very enjoyable. Yeah. The, fr- the franchise is sort of on the up because it slipped a little bit for me. So yeah. nice to see that the momentum is picking up again. Yes. They're fun movies. Yes, they are. Thank <sighs> I said you. that out loud. 
Yes, you did. <laughs> it's on What's the record, people. Oh. It's on the record. Yes. Um, excellent. So look out for that, people, yeah. tomorrow Absolutely. or today or yeah. whatever day it is. Yeah. When you're listening to this. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, one thing that I do want to mention, um, not up with Fred per se, but there's a Fred link. So um, Fred Allen Productions earlier this year um, produced... Uh, our final theatrical show called yes. Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter. Yes. And hey, great response from our audience. Uh-huh. Uh, it delivered our first full house ever on opening, yeah. its opening night. So we were really excited it about that. It was wonderful. Yeah. And the audience seemed to have a lot of fun with it. And um, one of our leads, a young, beautiful man named Ben K. Ronick. Yes. He's just a gorgeous human. Yes, he is. And he's made it to primetime TV. I know. <laughs> I saw. I'm like, oh, he's going to talk about Ben being <laughs> trial by Kyle. Yes. <gasps> Holy cow. So Ben's been on a train wreck bottom of the barrel TV. <laughs> <laughs> on oh. trial by Kyle. Yeah. And Ben taking his former partner court if you will yeah um for giving him a bad hair dye yeah okay have you seen the episode have you seen the segment no i haven't i just know that it's happened please do i really do okay <laughs> I, I think i need to go watch it um is is in any, is any of this based on fact look i don't or is it exaggerated i television? haven't asked ben personally sure but having worked with ben yes it has to be true. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to watch it now. And oh, uh, for those of you who, have not, who may have seen Ben on stage and, and loved his performance, because he got a lot of wonderful feedback from audiences about his performance. He was great. Yeah, rightly so. Yes. Um, but those who know Ben personally, I'm going to tell you, all right, and you listen to me very carefully, it is not an act. That is Ben Ronick to a T. <laughs> And it is why I just absolutely love this man so oh, much. Oh, that's so cute. I just wanted to give him a hug <gasps> as Kyle was, like, shitting all over him. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Yeah, so Ben's, Ben's suing his uh, ex-partner for $1,000 mm-hmm. um, because he says the bad hair job, hair dye job that he gave him cost him work. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah, trial by Kyle on 10 play. Yes. Check it out, people. Do it. It's about, a, he starts at about the 16 minute mark. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. 16 minutes. And then when you've done that, yes. you can go to Fred the Alien Production yes. on YouTube and watch him act his butt off yes. in whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter. Absolutely. He does such a great job. Yes, he does. And you can see Ben, you know, didn't have to do too much of a stretch to play a spoiled brat. No. <laughs> love you Ben. We absolutely do Ben and um, I might be crazy enough to work with you again my friend (laughs) (laughs) or you crazy enough to work with me (laughs) probably is more appropriate. Yeah well maybe. (laughs) Kendall what have you been up to my dear? Me well this week it's finally time for a new episode of Collectible Chaos. Hey it is upon us. So how are you going to do it? You, You did such a great job last time. I know. So this is probably not going to live up to your expectations. But no pressure. Understand- no pressure. <laughs> it's probably uh, un- understandable. Last, I'm very, very proud of last month's episode. But yeah. I'm also very proud of this episode that's coming out this Tuesday. Gonna- and 
I'm sure it's great. It's appropriately themed too because it's actually my top 10 favorite episodes of Charm. Hey, how great is that? Yeah. Oh, can't yeah. wait to see that. Yeah. Yes, I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Spoilers beware. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of spoilers for the show. But I had a really great time filming with Fulia and she did a really good job of editing of it together as, as usual. As always. Always. The the quality of those shows are just amazing. Thank you. Kendall and Fully as well. I know you're listening. Yes. Um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm really love, proud of us. Love, love, love Clickable Chaos. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, and um, I'm past halfway now with my um, little rambling reviews yeah. on the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Uh, this week just saw Attack of the Clones go up. Yes. On YouTube. So mm-hmm. check out my review on that. Very contentious. Yes. yes. I haven't seen the video yet, but uh, we will get there. Yes, that's okay. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go check it out uh, on YouTube right now. That's about all for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from that, there'll be um, not only that, there's uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm. The review will be out later this week. Cool. And uh, as well as a brand new episode of The Monthly at Winifred's. Yeah. Except it's going to be The Monthly at Winifred's. <laughs> because Fulia is on a little bit of a holiday. Absolutely. Uh, which means Wayne is going to be joining me. Yeah, can't wait. In the Winifred shed. Absolutely. And we're going to have a wonderful discussion uh, about our favorite DC movies yes, and yours. So please submit your answers. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. There's so many of them out there Yes, and they go back all the way back to the late seventies. They do. So you're spoiled for choice. You are spoiled for choice. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and then apart from Wayne and myself, there's mm. also, of course, Incompetent Gamers. Yeah. Darth Puddin's been back uh, gaming away, mm. so look out for him, I think, on Tuesdays. Uh, obviously, Fulia is, uh, Foolish Fuji is away for a little bit while she herself is away, um, so something to look forward to when she comes back, Yeah, of absolutely. course, for Incompetent Gamers. Yeah. There was a new beta test this week as well, Bethany, yeah. giving us another excellent game review. It was a Sims, I think. I think it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic choice. Um, so go check that out now. And I think that might be everything. That might be everything, Kendall, but there's just something that we need to discuss that hasn't been mentioned. I was waiting for you to actually... Oh, did I forget something? You forgot something really significant, actually. And I just thought, oh, I wonder if she's just going to bring this up or not. Okay. But it was like something huge in popular culture that is coming up, like like on Tuesday. It's like, it's significant. Like, it's huge. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Well, it's the anniversary of something huge in popular culture. (laughs) I'll see if this triggers your memory. Have you heard of a musician called Dan Cribb? That sounds very familiar. Have you heard of an album called Worst Tribute Ever? No. I don't know. Kendall, maybe. this yeah. is my gift Ooh. to you. Okay. This album is so amazing. Yeah. And because I am recommending it to you, mm-hmm. you will forgive me. For all past Marvel trolling. Oh, really? <laughs> it's you, that good? You will love this album so much that you will give me a pass for all future Marvel trolling. Really? Oh, here we it go. Oh, my is God. What is it? That amazing. Okay. Dan Cribb okay. is a very talented musician yes. from WA. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know this one. It's the Punk Simpsons one, isn't it? It is the Punk yeah, Simpsons I one. I knew it. I'm like, it sounds familiar. Yes. And then you, and then I was mm. literally just before you said WA, I'm like, it's the Punk Simpsons yes. album. Have yes. you heard it? Yes, yes. My, talk the tale. Yes, you talk, I haven't heard every single song. I've heard most of them. So <laughs> good. Yes. It's so, so good. I have this album on repeat and play nonstop. If you're a Simpsons fan, get on it. Yeah. Kendall, yes. on your drive home from the Fred Shed, put it on. Yeah. <laughs> and just listen and enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's so It good. is the phenomenal work. Yeah, yeah and it's he's, incredible. He's done an incredible job. Yeah, two, so impressive. Two thumbs up. My hat's off to you, Dan. Five stars. It is a flawless album. Yeah. Kendall. I know you forgive me for all Marvel trolling, <laughs> and I know that I can now troll you endlessly. Oh, great. <laughs> and you know it's true, because this album is that good. It is, it is that good. You are right. You heard it here. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. Get absolutely fucked. That was not an admission. The 26th of November. We celebrate one year of the Kendall concession of November 2018. No. 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 There was the verbal contract Un that no. has lasted for a year. No. That is not a verbal contract at all. That is bullshit. Kendall, how did you let that go? Like, it was the anticipation for this week. Does that bring back fond memories? It brings back memories. <laughs> You know, from the places that I trying to repress them. <laughs> began with a quickie review and it led to one of the greatest moments in popular culture history. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia page out there somewhere I'm on the Kendall concession. I'm sure there is. They're not, they probably will be soon. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> You don't want to say anything else? I don't have anything else to <laughs> have anything else? No, right. because... It's I... a great way to end the show, hey? No. Happy birthday, Kendall Concession. Oh, God. It's been a year. Fully come back. 26th of November, <laughs> mark it in your calendars. Oh, and what should people do to celebrate this momentous occasion? Oh, they should send you their best troll, Kendall. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's what they should do. That's what they should do. If you need help, come to me. There's about a year's worth of material I got for you. <laughs> oh, 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 you are evil, sir. You well, are evil. I just thought it needed to be acknowledged because this week it celebrates a year. It's quite mm. phenomenal. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had such a committed relationship with anything, to be honest. Almost <laughs> <laughs> a year, but I've stuck it through this time. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and well done to you because it was named after you. It was. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you did that. Well, you know I love you, yeah. yeah. And maybe for a new... Is that what this is? <laughs> what it is, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I spent five minutes editing that thing. <laughs> Put a lot of effort in there for five you. Minutes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so long. But if anyone, if anyone's just curious, you can go back and you can hear her go, yep, you're right, Wayne. Kendall says something to that effect. Yeah, I did say you're right. Yes. I don't think it was in the context <laughs> that you think it is. It's pretty clear to me. No. Yeah. And if Fully was here, she'd agree. Oh, and I'm yeah. sure she wouldn't. I'm sure she'd be telling us to try and shut up. <laughs> I think Fully would have actually left by now. Yeah, maybe. In fact, she's probably switched off as we speak. She probably has. I'm yeah. sorry, Fully. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. I just thought I'd mention that. That's the show. That's enough of that, <laughs> I, I think. I won't say anything else. No, except for... <laughs> that was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Time for the Fred plug scandal. Oh, yes, yes. Somehow I must carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, please... Not the 26th of November. <laughs> uh, to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, there's the Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred Plug. That was the Fred Plug. Yeah. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. And you've just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Home of the Kendall Concession of November 2018. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I ever let you on the show? <laughs> you were desperate. <laughs> yeah. It's probably actually why I'm still here. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, people. Thank you, and never forget to eat beef. <laughs> Remember to eat beef. Never forget. Have, have, have a beef steak on the 26th of November for Kendall. Yeah. Just... If you want. If you want, just dig into if it. That's your, you know, if it's Tuesday night is steak night for you, then that's just Do a it. happy coincidence. <laughs> it really is. Doesn't, need, doesn't mean you're celebrating anything. Even though you should. No. I think you should. I don't think so. It's just, yeah. That's, it, that's, that's wrong. It's still, it, it'll be a public holiday one day, Kendall. I do. The 26th of November. It's just, I think I'm getting a bit emotional, to be honest. Oh, really? Just the beauty of that moment. Oh. And we we were here to witness it. We Were we? And we, we, we were a part of it. Okay. We've replayed it. Yeah. Throughout anywhere in podcast land, has there been a greater moment? Than the declaration of the Kendall concession of November 2018. <laughs> I hate I don't... everything. <laughs> <laughs> or just me. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Everyone. Thank you. Oh, God. Send love to Kendall. Please. <laughs> I need support. Hashtag support Kendall. Hashtag remove the concession. (laughs) (laughs) If that hashtag trends, I will remove it. Okay. (laughs) Go people. Make it trend. Do it. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And And scene. scene.